0: Welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number forty-four. Um, we've got a guest with us this week. Um, who's also a returning
1: guest. The first so, ever returning guest, in fact. Yeah.
0: Uh, we probably would have too been too much. scared to go back
1: on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck you, the rest of our guests. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. So we probably don't need too much of an introduction, but uh, laggy, you wanna, you know, just brief rundown for those of the listeners that haven't listen yeah. to your first
2: guest appearance. hello i am back um one of the uh long time members i was here i think in the 20s in terms of like episode maybe right yeah 20s, the 1920s it's been, it's been yeah, a while so yeah. Yeah. 1920s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we didn't the... have the, the discord
3: like since the very beginning we made that at some point along the way so that's okay, probably yeah. really about right
2: yeah but yeah i'm excited to uh excited to discuss all things valorant. Mm-hmm.
0: Alrighty. Um now, well, I know the answer to this, but uh oh actually I don't know the answer to this. What what are you drinking? I know you mentioned it was a beer.
2: Today, yes. So last time I had good old American Bud Light Seltzer. Today I have a American blonde ale called Lonely Blonde. Um mm-hmm. it's a full, Fulton beer. It's pretty good, actually. I had a few earlier today. Not
1: bad. Pretty light, pretty crisp, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refreshing. Now, can any of you educate me on what the difference is between, like, a pale ale and a blonde ale? Because I really don't know. Well, a blonde ale is going to be much less hoppy and much more, like, crisp and refreshing. Oh, I yeah. see. so okay. you're looking more at, like, a lager Pilsner-type beer with the blonde ale? Yep. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. I've been educated today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Hunter, now, what do you got?
3: I have um this is a couple I think it was was it two podcasts ago I forget when I had the other beer by the Crooked Crab Brewing Co uh but this is my second from them which is uh Haze for Days Haze for Days New England Pale Ale it has a very cool uh Kraken devouring a ship on the front it is crafted with a carefully selected blend of Citra Mosaic Azaka and Matuka hops for pleasant for a pleasantly aromatic mix of tropical fruit kissed with citrus peel. Balanced and crushable.
1: Yeah, they started with um, like the common hops there and then they went to like Yeah, yeah some, they went some they out, went of, some out yeah. of their hops for sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, and I would say that it's uh the balanced and crushable, I agree with wholeheartedly that it's it's kind of like a hint of fruity taste and a lot of just like nice, you know, hazy, slightly bitter flavor which I love. It's uh it's really good. It's a solid hazy. That's interesting because I don't
1: really consider any hazy to be crushable. So I'd, I'd be be intrigued at what a crushable oh, hazy what? is.
0: Oh no dude they're like, Widowmaker's pretty crushable.
1: Uh okay but like crushable is in like I I'd take two.
0: Mm, what about the uh the dead of night?
1: I mean as delicious could, as they are, I don't know if they're I could crushable. run
0: I could run through a four-pack of those
1: guys. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I think to me, when I'm thinking of Crushable, I'm not thinking, like, literally I would be, like, shotgunning them or something. But, like, they just have this very light, pleasant taste that, like, you take a sip and you immediately want to take another sip. Mm. Versus, like, there's some beers that have just a ton of flavor where you take a sip and you're like, oh, man, I need to process this a little bit. They're really rich. and
0: Yeah, like, I can know, see that. What's I the need. What's the ABV on that guy?
3: This is a 6.2. So not okay. crazy.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like by crushable they could have also meant that it was just like a bit lower on the alcohol, like a five point yeah. five or something, and therefore
1: like you can have you more of really, them. Yeah, you can. I mean, more six point
3: two is kind of low for this kind
1: of. Yeah, definitely for a hazy IPA. So, yeah, but I'd yeah. say it's in like the low average. Rate. Yeah, yeah.
3: Really? Because I feel like
0: I feel like six point five is pretty standard for a lot of hazy IPAs. Now, so
1: what did I say about low average? Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like obviously there there are a bunch that go over that, like pushing up to like the eight, nine, ten range, but like I feel like if I it's just grabbed a, a random a random one out of the fridge, I, I think I'd kind of expect to see around six point five.
3: You wanna do that right now? Blindfold yourself and reach in your fridge. Well I think he knows what's <laughs> what? in his fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna do much.
4: You know the exact
3: positions of your beer, so you could not look blindfold yourself and pull out. You think a beer he has more beer. than one
1: type of beer in there? <laughs> I don't know the way Cass said it. It sounds like he's got a whole collection. Uh, unless he, he stocked up random. and I didn't know, then.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I, I blew through all my alcohol supplies yesterday.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Parties.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not, it was not was not looking the... too forward to having to drink tonight, but but here we are. Oh <laughs> man feeling pretty rough all day what do you got chase
1: well i got a beer that like nobody's ever had on the podcast before like i think it's my first time ever trying it um it's called the dino sour what is
3: that
1: a jurassic park reference we've never talked about it we've never like discussed this beer at all or in correlation to how other beers might taste so you know i just thought it would be a really good interesting beer to bring on the podcast and um and i mean it was in my fridge and this is really all that i have so i'm <laughs> obviously i'm kidding we've to- talked about the dinosaur a lot it's the pink lemonade version which i think i've definitely had on the podcast before so sounds good it's pretty yeah. delicious oh it can't go wrong with this for tasty. sure
3: i gotta try one
1: yeah when you finally I... get the fuck out here then you can't
3: <laughs> oh
4: dude
1: yeah i'm making
3: plans Cass, i don't know if you heard yeah Hopefully, i did january I did yeah um
0: so yeah, I've got a very uninteresting, just like hey y'all. I've had these bunch before. As I said earlier, it's uh, I blew through most of my alcohol supplies yesterday, and I just had three hey yalls kicking around my fridge. So that's what I'm drinking tonight.
1: Nice.
4: nice. Um,
0: yeah, you know. What
2: flavor of hey y'all? Standard, standard, standard
1: like iced just tea. The
0: standard. Yep, just the hard iced tea.
1: Wow, you sound really Fine. disappointed in the. The uh, I mean, this is
0: like well, it's like you know, I like to bring something interesting to the table, and I got I got nothing interesting.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's good. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, they're <laughs> they're good. They're good. Um, very crushable. These are yes. like the definition of crushable. Okay, but starting off with some Valorant topics here.
3: Cass, yeah, so I might the... have to interrupt you real quick. Oh yeah, what one are you particular topic going to interrupt me about?
4: No, what do you got to say?
3: So, a couple episodes ago, I don't remember if it was like 2 or 3 or what the number was, at the at the tail end of an episode, I snuck in a little topic that I thought might produce some disagreement and debate, but instead, we were all on one side and uh <laughs> against the opinion of Laggy from Discord. He wasn't on that podcast. So, I wanted to real quick give you a chance to respond, Laggy, where our the topic to remind everyone was, should we let pros or casual players like oh,
2: yeah. more
3: dictate like the meta and how Valorant is. And we three were kind of saying that it seems like, you know, casual players should get a bigger uh, weight in that opinion. As long as they're not, you know, if they're, if they're saying something that would kill the pro scene, that's
2: a different story. But if there's yeah. a
3: sort of a matter of personal like preference between pros and casual, it should lean casual. So yeah. Laggy, what do you want to say? I want to give you your space to respond.
2: While I understand your guys' side, Um, the reason I thought that the pros opinion should weigh a little heavier is because these guys are playing the game eight, 10, 12 hours a day. So they know like the in and outs of the game, in and outs of all the abilities, all of just the maps, everything. And so if there's something broken or if there's like something, like for example, that Viper wall that we saw in, in champions shortly got banned. But like, if that was something that was communicated by the pros, they would have been like, oh, we can't allow this. But if it was like a casual, they had have been like, oh, it must have just been like a fluke or something. I don't think that casual opinions shouldn't matter because I know that obviously the casual player base is a lot bigger. So I just feel like the people that are playing this game at a professional level, uh, like as a job almost, they almost know the game as well, if not better than like developers. So that was my reasoning. But I definitely do understand, like, a casual player base holding um a solid, like, weight to their opinion definitely makes sense. See, that, that makes sense to me. But, like,
3: in the case of Bind, which we were discussing, of mm-hmm. casual players tending to prefer it over
2: pros... Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay. There I feel like, like that's more of a preference thing, rather than, like, yeah. oh, well, this is a specific aspect of the game.
2: Yeah, so in that case... I feel like Bind and having, like, the teleporters is more is more of, like, a fun thing for, like, mm-hmm. the casual player. For the pros, they look at it as, like, just this gimmick, and it, like, it makes them, the playstyle of the map very, like, cookie cutter. Like, if this site doesn't work, I remember Hiko talking about it. If this site doesn't work, you TP over to the other site, and you quickly hit it. If that side doesn't work, hey, guess what? There's a TP. You just go to the other side. And as the defender, you have to just keep running back and forth through spawn to try to defend that site. So I feel like with bind, it just comes down to like a feeling and of like how the the game is played almost. So like pros look at it as a gimmick, but like the casual players, it's just like a fun aspect of the game. Like it's the only map with teleporters, so. So, yeah, I, I definitely do understand why the, the uh, opinions are different there. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think that was most of our point was that, yeah, like, if you're talking about decisions that Riot's going to make in the game that's going to affect the entire player base, like, it's not just in pro. It's, like, the full competitive queue, unra- yeah. unrated, whatever. Um, it, Like, if you're talking about removing a map from the game, then I think that the casual player base should have more of a say in that. Um, whereas I understand what you're saying about, you know, pros definitely knowing more about the maps and about like specific things, mm-hmm. the agents, like they're going to absolutely know the ins and out of everything and, um, just have more time with it to figure out what's right and what's wrong with the game. But yeah. purely opinion based things seems like it, when they're affecting a massive, like swath of the, the game or like, the, then it, it seems like, uh, you know, casual players should have the biggest say in that because that's who's going to be playing the game in total, more hours than pros.
2: Yeah, I agree. In hindsight now, I, I do think that Riot made the right decision by taking out Split when they brought in Pearl because Pearl and Split play very similar similarly. Like, there's a mid that, like, if you can dominate mid, you can pretty much go wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to hit one one of the sites. And it it keeps every map almost very unique. You know, like... Different play, style, different play style. Like, if, if they took out Bind and we had Pearl and Split in the queue, then you'd see it, it would almost feel like you're playing the same map in two of the slots, if that makes sense. Split and better Split. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like they did make the right decision taking Split out because it plays mm-hmm. very similar to that. Which was their argument, right? Was that they thought yeah. Split was yeah, the most was similar, similar. To,
4: yep.
1: to Pearl. Not that it was a bad map, quote-unquote. Um, well, I guess that it, also kind of begs the
3: question of, you know, they teased that they want to, well, it's not really a teaser. They just said that they want to bring back Split with possibly some changes. So that, so I guess an interesting question is, what would they do to Split to change it so that, like, fundamentally, it's not Pearl
1: 0.5? I
3: think yeah, they need to add teleporters.
1: <laughs> throw some teleport yeah 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 i mean like just you know if you go and you hit you hit a site and it's not working then you can teleport over to b site yeah. and then you know B and working, then you can they would have the excuse
2: to, a to a take bind out yeah yeah They're like we haven't gotten rid of the tps <laughs> they just put bind gimmick in split <laughs> yeah and then bind just like
3: steals someone else's gimmick they just have yeah. ice box and bind, bind somehow down.
2: gets like the uh like the zipline from fracture just oh, somehow that's the just... The sites now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So you're fully accurate that, on it Don't have
0: to rotate through spawn. Yeah, <laughs> like you across. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I like. I don't. I think that the reason why a bunch of the pros have stated that they don't like bind is because um, B site is statistically the hardest site to take and the hardest site to retake um, in the entire game. And I feel like that's something that only really shows itself in pro play when you get the level of team coordination and just like, you know, general skill level that all the pros have, like it it can be brutal trying to uh, trying to get out of hookah because like you will just get head tapped while you're midair jumping down um, a lot of the time. And so like, I understand why from the from the pro perspective, it's like, oh, this site is just a nightmare to try to fucking take like. Like, it, it's basically just, like, we have to go A. And then if A doesn't work, then we have to pivot off and hope that we can get our way into B or something. Um, and so I feel like because of that, it it's something that, like, pro players probably dislike about that, but then the average player, like, when you're not playing against people who have that good aim and are just going to insta-head tap you as you jump down and, like, don't have abilities or, like, don't have the same coordination with all their ability timings, To, like, constantly be making getting out of hookah a fucking nightmare. Like, when that doesn't exist in the average ranked game, like, it it doesn't feel as bad trying to push in and take that site.
2: Yeah.
0: I feel like that's just, like, another aspect of it that, like, it's not just directly skill from pros or them having played it so much. It's because of the manner in which pro games play out that that map becomes, you know...
1: Yeah, hard I mean, to... a bit more of a general point off of that is that like the program might be how the game is like supposed to be played. Right. And so there are going to be things that are happening in pro play that you're like, Wow, that's broken or wow, that's like you know, not fun at all. It's like repetitive. But that's just not how competitive is played at all in, yeah, exactly. in ranked lobbies. So it might just not be an issue for the vast majority of people that are playing the game. It's only in pro where it really shows itself, where they have that coordination and planning and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and part
3: of this, I think it might be a little bit in between, like, not as extreme as you you guys are saying, uh, Cass and Chase, where, like, even at the ranked level in silver and gold, not high ranks at all where I am, like, yeah, I definitely do feel like B-site bind is difficult to retake. It's not like, oh, well, you know, it's no more difficult than any other site because we're not the pros, it's just that I think it only be- it only becomes as consistently a problem and only enough of a problem to you know slant things at that level. It's like Yeah, like, like it it definitely is, it is the feature of the map regardless yeah. that it's the geometry makes it favorable to holding the site. Regardless of who you are. It's just that it becomes much more of an issue the higher the rank you get. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Mm-hmm. Well I okay. will
3: say um I kind of assuming that the next map they take out will be one of the original like launch maps. I do feel like it's pretty clear at this point that Bind is the second most disliked launch map after Split. So I kind of expect that Bind will go next, unless the next map that they come that they come out with is somehow, like, very it's similar Split to... 2.0. Different...
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: they just
3: take I out know, Bind I just and I feel like, Split.
1: yeah...
0: I know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I really like the remaining launch maps. I guess Ascent isn't technically a launch map, map, but, like, fuck no, it. Ascent is good. a
3: launch map. It launched with the game. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. it was... okay. But, like, I really like and Haven. And I really like Bind. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't really want them to take any of those out. Ascent Um,
2: is, like, a perfect map. It really is. Yeah, they can get rid of Breeze.
0: Yeah, they can get rid of Breeze. (laughs) Fuck that one. I don't like Breeze.
1: They can get rid of Pearl. (laughs) (laughs) They just
3: can't Pearl, isn't it? They just can't Pearl and put back in Split. They're like, yeah, actually, the game was better,
1: like, six months ago. Yeah. (laughs)
4: <laughs> okay
0: well another question here which character has the okayest alt
3: like most you know mid-tier ult? Yeah, yeah just
0: like the most mid because like most of the characters when you look at their alt like name a character right like phoenix I've, yeah sure phoenix great fucking alt yeah right yeah um
2: especially now with the armor buff
0: yeah yeah i'm like cypher dog shit alt. Omen, <laughs> dog shit alt. I feel like a lot of the alts are either really fucking good or dog shit. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out who's got the The, the
1: Yeah,
0: the, like, it's fine.
3: And the I do first thing that an comes to mind for me mind. is Sky. Sky is the first coming to mind for me.
2: Yeah, yeah I think Sky, Sky is, is good. Pretty, yeah. Really? Yeah. Literally, all you need is one or two picks, and you're like, okay, I'm using this. And now... Judging based off where these little cabbages go is what we can do next. Like, in yeah, the round. I feel like, I feel like Sky ult's pretty good. I mean, it's okay, but, like, do you
1: care if it gets no value? Or, like, very yeah, little value? Yeah, one person
2: technically could just shoot all the cabbages, right. and then you don't know where anyone is. And I'm not that upset about it. you don't have any value.
1: You know, when the Sky yeah. on my team gets no value with their ult because one person is just, like, in a cubby and, like, shoots all three of them, then, like... You're like, yeah, okay. It wasn't like the most impactful to waste.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it, it's like, I, I I feel like it's better than just like situationally good. I feel like as a general rule of thumb, it, it, it's pretty solid. It's like,
1: yeah, that's more like so the that it's that's pretty okay. Bad. I feel like that is pretty mid tier, uh, right? When yeah, you okay. when um, you're thinking about like Cipher and Omen ults as like you listed as bad ones, mm-hmm. then those are situationally good and mostly bad. Right.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I almost, when you think of it in a situational term, Cypher's all might be better than Skies because what we're saying mm-hmm. is that somebody could shoot all three of the cabbages and you don't know where those other two people are. The Cypher's all, you're getting a a frame of where everybody Guaranteed is. Guaranteed you have the knowledge of
4: where yeah. it's all are.
3: five instead of three. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: But I, I feel like the the difference though is like you can scale and push with um with sky alt, which is not
1: well. Yeah, we're, we're like not arguing that them. it's a it's yeah. a better
2: alt. We're saying that right. si- okay. situationally it can be. Yes. What? Yeah. Are you looking for like the brimstone alt as an answer? I don't know. Like, like you I do, don't brimstone like, doesn't get a, a, get a lot of value. I
0: feel like Brimstone's pretty good. Like, it I is I very have, good, but if you I don't do get an any value,
4: yeah.
2: If you don't get any value with the brimstone all, you're like, okay, well, I just cleared this big area and nobody's there. You got a big so smoke can, for a few and, seconds. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But also like it guarantees you an area where people are not. Yeah. Like even if you don't get a kill with it, it's like say you drop it say you're playing fracture, right? You drop it in tower. Doesn't doesn't kill anybody. It's like, okay. Well they, they can't be tower.
4: Down.
0: Yeah. Like we we have a, we can get tower control now. So I feel like even if you quote-unquote get no value with it, or, like, I feel like it's really hard to get literally no value with the Brim Hall.
4: Yeah.
3: I, I have another uh, nomination for a mid-tier ult. Yeah. <clears throat> and this one pains me to say, as this agent was one of my first mains, but I'm going to go ahead and throw Killjoy's ult out there. It did because come even though mind, it, yeah. Because even though it is situationally really good, it is so easy to destroy the ult. And you you are already limited in terms of where you can place it to get good value, such that, you know, your area coverage is solid, but it's also not out in the open where it's easy to destroy. And now with so many, like, pieces of utility that can indirectly destroy it, I feel like how easy it is to counter and how limited it is in terms of getting a lot of value kind of might knock it down to
1: that mid-tier. Yeah. yeah it makes it okay-ish.
2: And I remember when KJ yeah. came out, they were talking about, like the area in which her alt kind of like covers everyone like freaked out about it like oh my god that's so much area but when you place it down you're really only utilizing half of that space because like it's behind a wall and you're looking at the area like in front of it almost true
3: true yeah Yeah.
2: so i can see that being a good mid-tier
0: yeah i guess it just depends on where it's placed whether you get half value out of that circle or you get full value out of it
1: yeah, well, you don't the, only get full value I... if you're like on retake. You're using it to defend the site.
3: Oh my goodness! Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, well, yeah, go ahead. I
0: was thinking like if you're retaking, say you're retaking into B, right, and you drop it down on switch. On um, yeah.
2: well, it's very easy for them to shoot. No.
0: Well, it, not if you put it behind switch, like yeah. closer towards market. It, like it still covers all the boathouse and literally all the site.
2: Or maybe you just get onto site, put it behind that wall where Switch is. Then oh, have no, to actually no, I was, saying, like, I was thinking if
0: you're, re, like, if you're on defense and you're retaking B. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then like, they would can, have to push, push out of site. Down. It forces them to push off a of site. hmm yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you could use the Omen ult shenanigans to get around that. But I think it's Omen ult shenanigans and Reyna. Dismiss shenanigans are, like, the only way to, like, still be on site when that goes off. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, interestingly enough, this is a perfect segue. Um, because uh, Yoru can actually be detained while in ult with the Killjoy thing. Although, as I'm saying that, I don't know if it's because of the time I remember this happening. I was, like, mid-cast of ult when it happened. So I was ulted. I had just ulted and then got stuck in it while ulted. I haven't tested to confirm if I'm fully altered, and the and the killjoy thing goes off if I get stuck or not. I don't know. But I would that think I think you would be stuck.
2: Oh yeah, I think you wouldn't. So were you still invisible?
3: Yes, yes, I was still invisible. Wait, you were
2: just moving very yeah. slow and
3: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I had the hand thing.
2: Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. That's weird.
3: Yeah, I I imagine that might be just because I was mid cast. So like I wasn't invulnerable when it went off because most other utility worry was unaffected by um well that's not true flashes is not ah uh, shoot i it's weird that i don't know this off the top of my head it's hard to i don't know <laughs> i feel like i should really know this but I, I don't i feel like he would be
1: affected by slows like yeah. utilities affected by slows going through
2: yeah like the fade prowler is yeah. affected by slows but
3: I did just think when when I was uh, thinking when you guys were talking about uh, KJ, I just thought I think Yoru's ult is a good definition of a mid tier alt,
4: mm-hmm.
3: because yeah. even though yes you are a super Sova drone, um, the fact that you're a duelist and it takes a considerable amount of time to come out of the alt, that there are there are so there have been many cases where I'm in my Yoru alt and then like I'm going onto site and someone's behind me and then I see someone. And just as I'm calling them out or pinging them, they swing and kill my teammate. And yeah. now I can't really trade them because I'm in all. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. That might sucks. as well have not like been the there. Value right? is
2: based. Yeah. It's like the value is yeah. based on the ability of your teammates to, uh, capitalize on, you knowing where the enemy is.
3: Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know and also your you your team play in terms of where you go versus where your team goes, so you can unalt safely or you know make some cool flash play and and once again, like the other alts we suggested we we talked about your alt can be stupidly good in some situations, such as finding a viper in her pit for example um or going through some other damaging utility, most notably uh brim uh alt can be kind of cool, so like there are situational really strong uses. I just feel like on the whole. It might fit in here as well. Is mm-hmm. being kind of mid tier. I was thinking. I use I will never say mid. I hate that word so much. It's, you know, <laughs> mid tier, middling, all valid. I hate you yeah, hate middling. the word mid.
1: Yeah, that's
4: yes, a mid opinion
3: for sure. Oh yeah.
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. See, I was thinking that uh, that neon salt is in my mind just the okayest salt.
2: What? Really? Really?
4: Yeah. Oh, that, that is because is that game. because that is it depends take.
2: on the accuracy of the person playing her? Not, not, not exactly. In that case, chamber would also be mid. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah no, not, true. Not exactly. Yeah. Okay.
2: Wow,
3: Chamber unlike, sucks. Yeah. Unlike
0: Chamber and Jet, yeah,
3: chamber Chamber's old is holding him back.
0: <laughs> you don't have a guaranteed gun.
2: You don't even have one.
0: a time, in which you have finger guns, but like. Right. It's not like you, you can as reliably use it as an eco-weapon, the same yeah, way that you can use jet yeah. knives and, and chamber alt, which is why those two alts are so strong.
3: Yeah, that's you a great use point. As an eco weapon. That's a fantastic point, because among the duelists, the one who's been getting picked least and is clearly the worst is Raze, who has a timer when she pulls out her rocket launcher. She can only use it for a set amount of time instead of the whole round. I, I, I
0: feel like I feel like that's <laughs> a bit different. But <laughs> yeah.
2: And the amount of damage that that rocket does is all over the place. Like, yeah, I've seen some very close shots that, for some reason, do zero damage, which doesn't make any sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, end times when someone's like seems like it should be like like three meters out of the range, and yeah. then like take like. A huge chunk of it, yeah, but yeah, guys, exactly. I get what you're saying about the the eco. Uh, I was, I was just teasing. I, I mean, I obviously. kind of get it,
1: but the way in which you play neon just kind of guarantees that you have a ult anyway, or like that you have a gun anyway, because you're going to be using it within that time frame.
0: Yeah, well, okay, so it, it's a lot easier on on like offense to just be like, I'm going into sight. I'm popping my alt now. I'm taking a duel within this time frame. It's a lot harder to get that on defense,
1: sure, but it's a, it, it's very easy to pop it, see if there oh if there's no one on my site, okay, well, let me sprint over to the other site and you're still there with it in your hands
3: yeah I, I think I think the thing is that the two kill based time based alts are Reynas and neons, and I feel like Reyna's the time is much more of a problem because it doesn't give you any speed. Uh, if you get a kill and the enemy team decides to rotate, like, are you going to just like chase them down recklessly? Whereas like, Neon's whole thing is her ult helps her chase stuff down recklessly. It makes her speedy, and combined with her slide and stuns and stuff, it allows her to get in people's faces. So with Reyna, if you're like, oh shoot, the enemies aren't here anymore, my ult timer is ticking, getting that next kill uh, might involve you doing something really risky, whereas with Neon, doing that kind of risky thing is what her ult is built around, so I feel like you can do it fairly effectively.
1: Yeah, I'd consider the neon ult pretty fucking good.
3: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because I'm just realizing was the patch where they made the headshot damage increased was that is that the one that the pros are playing on now or no? I believe so. Yeah, I believe they're playing on the latest for the for champions. Got it, got it. Yeah. Because that seemed like it could be potentially a big deal. We talked about on podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, neons. It seems like Neon's pick rate has been pretty similar to the previous to Copenhagen. I haven't looked at stats, but it just from watching the games, it feels that way. So it doesn't seem like it made a massive difference. But she's still definitely a.
0: I think she's mix. got like a 20% pick rate at the moment.
1: Yeah, she's pretty is good. solid. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, okay, what about Astra? Great, but like... Yeah,
0: it's a pretty meh alt.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty pretty mid tier as as I yeah. would say. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, cuz yeah. it does cut sound almost completely, but there's nothing stopping that team from pushing through and if if they're cracked and they just kill everybody then nice old Astra, like Yeah,
1: like it could be used
2: really well, but it could just not. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and for like
3: Phoenix, Yoru and Kael it's also really easy to pop flash right through the wall, mm-hmm. and especially with with Phoenix and and K and Yoru, who would normally make a sound before that flash goes off. Now you don't even make
1: a sound because it's going through the wall. Yeah, you just get like a a flash immediately, right? <laughs> right, not a right. warning at all. So I feel like Astral is a pretty pretty mid tier ult for sure.
0: We'll say it's nice not getting spammed by bullets, though, when you're crossing onto site.
4: True. I mean, yeah, yep. it, it's nice, of, but is, it's it just nice. Blocks is it game-changing?
1: Yeah. Is it, like, really no. good? Yeah.
4: Well, well part
3: okay. of it, I'm kind of divided on this one, because on the one hand, yeah, there are, there are plenty of cases where it doesn't necessarily provide nearly as much value as some of the other alts, but it's really good if you want to hit a site really fast. To just say we're going to take this chunk of of site, however big that chunk is, and anyone who wants to, you know, stay there is going to be isolated from any teammates who could provide support. Whether that's an eco you're buying up on the frenzies and stingers, or whether you're just doing a fast hit, and then it has a, a ton of value post plant, um, whether you're trying to protect this spike or trying to defuse it. So I, I'm I'm kind of I could see both sides, but I thought of saying Astro Wall earlier and then kind of thought against it.
0: Yeah, I feel like Astra ult, like when Astra first came out was seen as a bad alt. But
4: yeah.
0: I feel like the times have changed and it's it's a fairly solid alt now.
4: Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's a
0: great alt. But like I feel like that's an alt where like you, you, you're gonna get you're gonna get your value out of it, because like you know we're talking about like with Sky's alt how like it's possible to just get like nothing for it. Yeah, but like well, I ulted, and that gave us nothing. I feel like it's super hard to get literally nothing from an Astra ult.
1: Yeah, so I just, just wouldn't consider it like stupidly. in the like I wouldn't consider it a good alt either though. Like it's used very effectively in sight takes mm-hmm. but that's in a in combination with a ton of other stuff right it's not just the wall that that's
2: helping there
0: yeah i also don't see enough astras in my games to really know
1: yeah very true. Yeah, i don't
2: remember the last time i had an Astro in a rank game it's been a long long time even up in diamond i i don't see it
3: wild weird I will say the way this discussion has gone, I pulled up a list of uh, agents to help myself, you know, think through these different options. And I will say this is kind of a testament to Valorant's agent design and agent alt design that they do such a good job of making interesting and good alts because I was looking through the complete list of all uh, 19 characters. And it's really only two of those um, Cypher and Omens alt that we're saying those are bad alts like the rest were deciding whether they're good ults or mid tier ults. And that's impressive that they <laughs> that they managed to make that many interesting ults and that, that are good. And even the Sova and Cypher and Omen, you can do some really cool things with. Well, not really Cyphers. You can do some at least <laughs> helpful things with in some situations.
2: Yeah, I mean, that... In the game we just played, I just I ulted behind the uh enemy attacking A on Icebox and got a 4k. I don't do that without that ult. Mhm. <laughs> no I mean you might have still gotten the 4k especially
1: in that game the way you were playing but, maybe yeah. they were kind of <laughs> just
2: standing still clueless yeah. <laughs> they had no idea well,
1: It's funny yeah but like I, I, I think that there's a lot of bolts that we're talking about that are in the A tier so if we're determining mid tier is like you know meh bolts like I wouldn't exactly call them mid tier because the upper tier is so heavily weighted yeah Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like it's
3: there's S tier and A tier, neither of which we're discussing, and this is kind of B tier.
1: Yeah, we're like, what are the what are the yeah. B C tier alts, right?
0: And then we got Omen and uh, Cipher down in D tier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Is there any other B tier alts we haven't talked about? I mean, I guess I'm you looking might through the list. I'm not seeing in there. Um. Sage alt, I, think old, sage old, I, I old, feel no like way. sage alt like never gets value.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? Are you?
1: No, he's not being serious. Okay, you said that. <laughs> those, like, I, I was wondering. I, liked,
2: I thought there was a chance. I'm like, he might Same. actually think that Sage's alt sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he's never rezed, just like,
3: yeah. But <laughs>
0: and when I do get rez, it's just to yeah, so they can yeah. bait me.
3: <laughs> True, understandable. That's a vibe.
0: Uh, no, we 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 were playing a game with um kids the other day, and I think uh I think I got res twice just staring at the enemy, being like uh, I Well see. I'm dead again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, another I death See what I Lord. am to
1: you, I'm just a bait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, I'm gonna have more deaths than rounds played. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
3: I was playing a game on Pearl with uh, someone who plays with us often, uh, Oliver, and uh, he he rezzed me uh, right after I'd gotten opt at like mid-doors on Pearl uh, towards B-side. He I, I, he thought the opera had left. They had not. And like I was the tip of the spear. I was the first one in. So I just rezzed and literally the second I became not encased in jade crystals just immediately down again. Uh-huh. it was one of the worst, it was one of the worst, uh, stage reses I've ever seen. But yeah. No, I, I got worth laughing about.
0: I got rezzed by a sage the other day when I was playing Jet on icebox, uh, after I had whiffed all five knives.
4: Oh Oof. no. So I get
0: rezzed and I just oh, have a no. classic and no armor. <laughs> 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 like, I am
4: not That's the person bullshit. you
0: should arrest.
1: <laughs> Nor the round you probably should have rezzed in. Like,
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, no, I think, I think the rest of the team bought. Hmm. Like I, I think I hero rifled the round before, and then because I was like, "Well, I got my knives for uh for next round," um, and then pop my knives, and then it's just I was the first one who died. So our sage is just like, red. Yeah, classic cast yeah.
1: with knives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. When I have knives, either I'm gonna die first, or someone on the
2: other team's gonna die first.
1: I mean, those are often the scenarios mm-hmm. in the way that you play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'd argue it's probably the exact same thing with chamber. If, I'd if argue you
1: it's not roll. even having knives. It's just most rounds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so tracker actually shows you your, your first kills to first deaths now. Um, and I was really? looking through. And
3: it's per map, it, though, not overall. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's per map. It doesn't show them overall. But I wish it did show them yeah. overall because I found... A single game out of like the last thirty or some more that I played, which I had more first deaths than first kills.
1: Very cool. Very yeah, cool. That's pretty nice. So,
0: so clearly, I'm doing my my job right at getting first picks.
1: Yeah, or someone else is just throwing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, dude, that's the best feeling when you like tilt somebody. Like the the one that I can think of is on ascent. Um, I had a game where it was like. Me and this one other player were constantly taking duels at the beginning of every single round, from like B tiles to tree. And then when we swapped sides, we did the same thing again. And I just won almost all of them. <laughs> it's just like I love how stubborn they were to just be like, "I'm going to win the next one."
3: <laughs> You're like, oh man, after my own heart. <laughs> that <laughs> was a duel of gentlemen. Yeah. Neither yeah. backing down, continuing yeah. the contest of skill. Yeah, we actually played a, a ranked game just before this podcast um, with Us4 and uh, Big Tony, who is often mentioned on the podcast, and will eventually be on it, hopefully. So I, I looked it, it looked it up. Um, Laggy was the only one who was, well, sorry, not the only one. Laggy and Cass were the two who were positive on first kills to first deaths. Laggy was three to two first kills first death, first deaths. Cass was four to two. I was three to four, and then Chase was zero to a three. Yeah. But him playing Sova, it just kind of makes sense. He's not seeking out the first kills. Yeah, I often just have zero first kills. <laughs> that's really interesting. I should look at that more, Cass. I know you mentioned it to be off-podcast, but I just think yeah,
0: that's yeah. So cool to see. Well, I mean, it's like it's very relevant for me because that's the style in which I'm playing, right? Especially on like the Jet in the Chamber where yeah. I'm actively seeking out those tools, So it's nice for me to to know, like...
1: Is it working? Is, is
0: what I'm doing working? Because at the end of the game, it shows you your first kills, but it doesn't show you your first death. So I have to manually go through, like, before I had trackers started tracking that, I had to manually go through and, and count it up and be like, okay, well, like, you know, like, this game I had, like, call it five first kills and, like, three first deaths. So... I'm plus two this game, which is, like, it's fine. It's not, not great. Um, but, like, I wouldn't, beforehand, I wouldn't really know if I was, like, you know, maybe I got six first kills, but I had nine first deaths, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, it, like before Tracker showed that, it was kind of, like, hard to know. So it's it, it's nice for me to know that, like, in the manner in which I choose to play the game, I am being fairly effective at it. Yeah. In that one regard. That's cool. Yeah. Um no, sorry, you, you had something to say? I was gonna
1: No, yeah, no, you, you can keep going. It wasn't very important. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, so I was gonna say, in a theoretical perspective, do you guys think that you should build your team for the strong side of a map or to counter the weak side of a map? so like
1: examples take
0: yeah okay take pearl for example it's been seen as a more attacker friendly map right Mm -hmm. would you rather build your team so that it leans into the strengths of attacking side being really good and have like a very attack focused comp or do you think you should try to have a more defense focused comp to bolster the supposed weaker defense and then have like just rely on the fact that attacking is, in theory, strong on this map, and therefore you can get away without having like the most aggressive Ooh. or attacking friendly comp.
2: I'd focus on attack, especially on Pearl, because of how how uh, how problematic B site is. Um, you can get onto B site pretty easily, plant the spike, and dip, but if you if you um like if you're on defense the attacking team gets on there they plant if your comp is like built for an attack side then you're just retaking and playing attack after the spike is planted so now it's like you got the best of both worlds in either half i feel like
1: i mean maybe i I mean i think this is a really interesting question which at first, mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck it! I'm just gonna play whatever I fucking want to play." Like, it's, it's the same comp. <laughs> right. but I'm not, I'm not thinking about whether this is an attack sided or a defender sided map. I just have the yeah. character I want to play, and we we make a comp that seems pretty good, right? Like, we don't we don't think about oh, like we should be more defender focused here. Um, but a more general sense of what Cass was saying of do you play into that map's strengths or to counter that map map's weaknesses. I think I prefer the counter that map's weaknesses perspective. Um, and to bring that into the example that Cass gave was that if, if this is a really attack sided map and we have a defense heavy comp, we, I think I prefer relying on the fact that the map is attack sided to like help us get those attack rounds and then hopefully get more than what you're expected to on defense. Yeah. Right? So you're kind of subverting the expectations and then relying on the, the strengths of that map to, uh, to bolster the other side of it. Whereas the other way, you're kind of going all in on on the attack and then just hoping you can fend off when you've now set yourself up like poorly in team comp and poorly in map design for the other half. So I feel like that's just a recipe for getting, like, 9 3 <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah, and I will also say as I'm thinking about this, I feel like balance is also really important. Because I think if you're, if you're looking to bolster the attack side of a map and you really wanted to go all out on that, I feel like there would be situations where running two or even three duelists could make some sense if you were just trying to do really good on attack. But obviously that's going to make you very vulnerable when it comes to defense. And so probably you're never going to seriously consider running three duelists. <laughs> Um So I, I guess, I guess I feel like the key thing is having some semblance of, you know, keeping it together on both sides, but I'm having a hard time figuring out which would be the one to, which would be the philosophy to prefer.
0: I, okay. Well, I, when I was saying like lean more attacker sided or like lean more defender sided, I was mainly thinking like, it's, like, instead of running the chamber, you run a Killjoy or a Cypher. Or, like, instead of running, um, uh, what is it, like, a Sova, you would, you'd run a KO. Thinking, like, even within, like, the roles, right, there are certain agents I that are it, just, it. that are just more aggressive than their counterparts.
4: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I was kind of thinking along the lines of, like, well, if we want to bolster our, our defensive half, like, maybe, maybe we take a, uh, A killjoy here and just like have killjoy lock down one of the sites um and like we have a a sova to like to try to try to push him back or like get recon for us rather than a a ko who's going to be playing more aggressively is kind of what i was thinking in terms of that i
3: see i see so more more minute
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. not not should you run five duelists
3: or should we run Cypher, KJ Chamber?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that yeah. that's just taking it to the extremes, but it, it shows, like, taking it to the extreme shows what the real conversation is about, I feel. But, um, yeah, I think, obviously, you still want, you know, Smokes, flashes, like, duelist on your team. like that's I feel like the... you
0: want to dive. Like, you want someone who can dive out. So, like, that's mostly duelist, but I feel like you could... Have a team in which your KO is your dive player.
2: Yeah, you're talking like a team almost centered around having someone be like that sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. Like just, yeah, just
1: the takes base bitch.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yep. as long as your team follows, you're mm-hmm. fine. Hey, you have so spike bitch like,
1: and takes base bitch.
2: Yeah. So you're saying mm-hmm. basically, <clears throat> instead of like having like a raise or something, just bounce back into the, into site. You're just talking like KO throws a Nate or a flash or something flashes. Hopefully to get them backed off an angle. Mm-hmm. And then you guys push off of that.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking like and making like
2: that there. swap. The
3: raise for the KO would make you a more defender focused team,
1: I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that was your direction, That's rate. weird because Ray's yeah. is just so good that I feel like she's pretty solid on defense as well, which is the weird thing about right. that in comparison.
0: But then like, honestly, like, to go fully defender decided you should just you play double smokes and you have brim be your dive player
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you have (laughs) him drop you have him drop you you have him
0: drop three smokes volley off an angle stim beacon his ass into sight just gun ho yeah just ready to run and gun and he's your dive player he's the he's simultaneously spike bitch and take space bitch
2: yeah, well, and then maybe exactly. everyone's just yeah. following. Goes through doesn't, the stim yeah, Doesn't
0: even yeah. Doesn't even bother using his gun. He just W keys to sight
2: and holds four. There you go. He could buy a gun every round for somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, maybe you run.
3: <laughs> maybe you you run double controller, double initiator. So you have one or two flash agents who flashes out first, and then there goes Brim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that dump truck. And the, the Tiredman cipher to hold
1: flank with his trips. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: There you he, go. The entire point of this conversation was Cass trying to get me to play more aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, not if, by if, if I, I can't didn't even bring, pick up on that. if I can't bring chase to the, to the duelist role, we'll bring the duelist role to chase. chase. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. See, so, <yeah>, I thought <laughs> Cass
3: was just kind of referencing the way I play as Brim, because I very much do play like that as Brim. No, Possibly. he
1: wasn't actually thinking about that unless he, he was, and I called him out oh, no, entirely, not. but, I think I think it would be funny to actually try to play a game like that where I was playing Brim and just dump util and dive into sight. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe an unrated. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not where I'm the most effective uh as my Brim, but you know, we might find out that it works.
2: Yeah.
0: Buy a shorty every round.
1: I'd probably have like a stinger. Yeah, I was
0: no, I was don't, thinking.
2: Don't go to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, so if, you the stinger, if you buy a stinger and you stim beacon yourself, you're gonna you're gonna be reloading every second. It's gonna be like, if
3: you if you oh, stim beacon yourself, you're basically off. at the same speed as stinger uh, pre uh, nerf. Yeah, yeah, yeah your fucking crosshairs
0: pointed at the guy now.
1: Yeah, well, I can I can outline <laughs> their body this many times faster now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true,
4: true.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking this could be good for content. Uh, we might even record, we might like record it towards the end of the act. Uh, us three, you know, maybe some people from the discord as well. Maybe you'd be in on this as well. Laggy. I was thinking we should do comp games on our main. And that's why it's towards the end of the act. So we don't care about our rank too much where we all play characters. Like we like just never play, like we all pick a character that we've unlocked and never touched and ranked. Like I might play like Cypher, like, yeah. you know, chase might play a duelist cast might be on like killjoy or something. Or like Astra, you know, something, something wacky like that, and just see what we can do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah see if we can make would, it work.
0: I would probably yeah. pick Neon.
3: Yeah, yeah, that, that actually like, could make some sense
0: because I feel like, like I feel like Neon's a character that like I kind of wish I had in the back pocket. It, yeah. It's by no it means so hey, didn't we just do a
1: full episode on this?
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like
1: I'm getting déjà yeah. vu here.
0: <laughs> I I, do, I I would like a pocket Neon. What's the most useful pocket character to have, though? Sage,
1: pocket sage. Um, no, probably like a pocket omen. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking like pocket smokes. You Maybe a pocket so? viper.
1: Because, pocket like, viper. There's certain. Pretty there's useful. just certain
0: maps where like you kind of really want that viper. And like yeah. there's
1: there's a player that plays smokes, but they're not they're not a viper player. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: me. I don't ever play viper. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, too. I, I, I would smoke. never touch viper nor would I
3: touch Smokes, but... See, it's interesting, because many podcasts ago, um, you you two, Cass and Chase, suggested that controller players should receive bonus RR um, for wins, because there seemed to be a lack of people willing to play Smokes. And I was steadfast in the opposite opinion there. And it seems like since then, even though that was never implemented, because of the reworking of the characters, there's been a, a paradigm shift where it seems like it's much, much more common to get someone willing to play smokes on your team. Um, And so as a result of that, I would say that if you pose that question to me when we did that episode cast, I'd be more likely to agree with you. That'd be nice to have a pocket viper. But now I feel like you're going to have someone play smokes. So having someone who can heal you up and res you is better uh, because you're going to get someone to do
1: it. It's just rare that I really want a sage on my team comp, where I'm often like, oh, I, I want a viper and no one's playing viper.
2: Yeah. yeah with today's meta I just feel like Sage just kind of niche almost like i don't know like any map where you're like oh we need a sage like we need a sage yeah a split is what comes to mind right yeah. So, like, yeah it's that random player in your uh, lobby i guess
0: like who... icebox is
4: nice <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah icebox box nice. A yeah. is nice
1: yeah but it's that random player in your lobby who's like um you know we don't have any flashes uh like, who should I go? And, and another random player is like, oh, we need heals.
2: Oh, my <laughs>
4: God. Yeah.
2: We don't You're have classes. Who should I go? Yeah, Laggy, like, I forget. Did,
3: when did you start playing the game? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't interrupt. Oh, uh, beta.
2: Yeah. Okay, I was okay. getting codes so, from, like, the Twitch streams.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, me and Laggy are the only two here who would probably remember this. But back when the game launched and Sage was busted – like that would happen every single time. Like everyone yeah. would be asking, "Who's playing Sage?" Yeah. Come on, yeah. someone's got to do it. Like it was—it was actually a thing.
1: Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's just people left yeah. over who haven't played the game since beta that are picking it up up now, and they're like <laughs> right, in right. silver. Yeah, and, you like... were throwing
2: yeah. if you weren't picking Sage. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. Something. Something I actually just learned the other day is, um, Sky can like okay. So you know how Sky has her heal bar? She's got like a hundred points of healing yeah, yeah. No. if there are four people in her radius it ticks one point of healing away to heal all four people that one.
1: yeah oh really
0: yeah so you can really? theoretically heal your entire team from one hp all the way to 100
2: i didn't realize that
0: yeah i thought huh. it would split it between like so 50 did i people so and only them. giving I 25 it would. health yeah that's kind of how i thought it would work I didn't realize that, mm. like, you can just straight up heal your entire team a Sky. Yeah, no I if, am if, with if you guys. think
1: about it, like, I knew that that's how it worked, but if you would have asked me the question, I would have probably, like, said, oh, it must be split. Yeah. They don't know the meaning of the word. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm thinking, like, because I, I find that oftentimes, like, Skies don't buy heals in Pesto Round. And I feel like in pistol round, having the sky heal is real is probably really fucking nice, especially because you're more likely to be deathballing as a group of five, just like room. herder W key. Eh. So like I feel like when you're when you're gonna unga bunga onto site with pistols, where people are less likely to just one tap you, like having that having that sky just running in in the center of the group, like protect the president. She's um, just
3: like never gone really out. Really just like, has a heal out yeah, the exactly. whole
1: way in. Yeah. <laughs> not maybe. Yeah, it's probably a bad idea. It's probably a very bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. What What was the point of this?
0: No, uh, just like Sky's potentially a better healing agent than Sages.
1: Oh yeah, healing agents. Yeah, kind of, kind of not like, the healing. So if is someone's the least...
0: like, oh, like, yeah, we need heals. Fucking yeah. pick the fucking sky at least we got flashes
1: too yeah yeah I guess it wasn't a good example for me to say we need flashes and then and then say oh like we need heals but <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was more more like like smokes and then someone's like oh yeah we need we need heels and, and you're like well no we need smokes a l- little bit more than we need a fucking healer <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have an omen than a sage on most maps yeah well see this is where I feel like we need to get into the definition of what is a pocket player
4: yeah.
3: Because I think of a pocket player as not oh well what character do you want to you know make sure you always have on your team, but I think of what character do you want to have to be be basically your hype person, the person who just makes it a lot easier for you to do well in the game.
4: Oh, and that's why interesting.
3: I, that's what I think of because I think of the classic scenario of, you know, the uh the girlfriend of same rank playing with their boyfriend and well, of same skill as their boyfriend trying to help their boyfriend being caring or the reverse of the boyfriend trying to boost their girlfriend or the girl, poor girlfriend trying to boost their boyfriend. Either way, that's the that's the stereotypical dynamic of one person playing the sage or it could be this guy, I
1: guess. Yeah. Now, this is a different definition pocket. of pocket. Yeah. So yeah, I think I what see. like you're saying that this would be that other person's pocket sage. Uh, it's there. Yeah. It's their character to help them. Now what yeah, Cass was referencing in the original question, I believe, was more as a player, you yourself hunter, what character oh. do you want to have in your back pocket?
2: Yeah, I was saying like not somebody which, like, else like you have so a yeah, See, I understood pick. it the way Hunter did. I was oh, thinking Oh
1: okay.
0: I like, see. No, I was saying park, like what's what's the character you wanna that like yeah, you, you want hanging around for a late for like a rainy day, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like what what character did you wish that you were able to play? Although we we literally just had an episode on that. Yeah, right? I was going to say, Cass, what's the yeah. difference
3: between that other episode's discussion and this one? Oh, like because what's... the
0: characters that I want to play are not the characters that I think would be a good like pocket, pocket. pick. Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, so I'm saying oh.
0: like it'd be nice if I had someone. or It'd be nice if I had either smokes or flashes in my back pocket. That like if
4: you could have a
0: pocket sky.
2: Yeah, if you could have a pocket sky that was so good at flashing that it almost guaranteed that you'll never be team flashed, that'd be really nice. Because then yeah. you could have flashes thrown for you, push off of those flashes, and if you're getting damaged and you're able to escape, you just ask him for a heal.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're Ooh. still going with the other definition of pocket here. Yeah, you uh, know. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> definition. <laughs>
3: I think that's a more interesting question, honestly, because the other one is like a very slight variation of the topic. Yeah, You're no, I like everyone... I like I like
1: the other variation. You're right. You're right, Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Who do I want to yeah. be assisting me throughout the game? Yeah. Exactly. I like I like that. Yeah. Uh, I but...
0: definitely want I definitely want flashes.
4: Yeah.
1: A <laughs> sky would probably yeah, be fair. the best yeah. pocket then, yeah. You have someone yeah. pop flash for you and be able to heal you up. Yeah.
0: Okay, like, having having someone with, like, a nasty KO, though, like, where they got, like, they just know their left-click distances so well yeah, to get them to, like, perfectly pop for you would be so nice.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you could do the same with a with a sky if, if you're at the right angle. Like, if they're that good at, like, having it pop behind your head around a corner or something. Mm-hmm. Right, because, like, the sky is harder to to pop flash for herself, but, like, a KO can easily pop flash for themselves.
4: Yeah,
0: but, like, I feel like with, like, certain left-click KO lineups, like, you're just, like, the nastiest flashes in the game. Like, there's nothing you can do. Like, the ones, like, I'm thinking of there's this one on ascent where you throw it over, like, over the wall as you're you're pushing A-side ascent. You just huck it over everything, and it pops so high up in the sky, like, over the wall, that your team pushing out doesn't get caught by the flash. Not even, like, that half flash when it's behind you. But yeah. everybody on site is just absolutely fucked.
2: Yeah, that half wall going on to A, if you stand on it and look at the window on, like, that giant wall of A site, and you you left-click flash, it will it will pop as soon as it goes over that wall they have to push through. And almost every single angle as long as there's nothing that you're like standing behind completely flashed and it's like impossible to dodge. It's super nice. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like shit like that is just n- nasty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if I if I had a KO just running behind me who just like knew a bunch of those flashes. Yeah. And it's like all right, like I'm like I'm about to smoke and dash onto site like when we get one of them flashes now. And then I get to pop out of my smoke and just be like, ooh, there are three people <laughs> with the orange icon over yeah. their head. I like. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I
0: proceed to whiff all my shots. I want but... to
1: have that on my team, but do I want that as, like, my own personal pocket KO? I feel like it's not exactly the same Yeah, I event. feel
2: like you still go with the guy.
1: Yeah, just because you can heal, too.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I feel, feel like if you're a neon main, you might want to have a pocket rim. So you can have that stimmy plus your, your sprint for just mm, insane speed brim. on demand. Yeah. It, does it stack? Yeah, it does yes. stack. Yeah, okay. it does. Yeah. Like that, if, if you're a Neon, I, mean, neon I feel like that as, Is, is as it multiplicative
0: is. or is it additive? Do you know? I'm
1: pretty sure it's additive. It definitely okay. isn't like an no, insane jump. It, okay. Yeah, it's... Wait, yeah, I, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> Wait, well, I was thinking <laughs> that, like like Neon E makes you call it... 30% faster. Now, yeah, I'm yeah. pulling numbers out of my ass here, but let's just say Neon E makes you 30% faster. And then Brim Stim Beacon makes you, call it, 15% faster. I was wondering, are you now 45% faster, or are you like do you get 15 on top of that already 30% that you have from your E?
1: No, I think it is additive. Okay. Yeah, I think so
2: too.
0: So you're just 45% 15% faster.
2: 15% yeah. faster than the 30% faster of the E. Is that, like, how that multiplicative, multiplicative would apply the 15% to the,
1: uh, to the total of the 30% included? Yeah. Holy crap. So, it, it be really 15%, so
0: it'd be 15% of 130 yeah. instead of 15% of
1: 100. Oh, my God.
3: Add it on to the 30. That's yeah. how fast that yeah. would be. It's definitely additive. There's still ways. Because yeah. I've, I've, I've played Neon and gotten stimmed by Chase. I definitely okay. wasn't like, oh, my goodness. I'm on the good drugs now. It was a nice boost, but it wasn't, like, insane.
0: I wonder what the fastest speed you could get in the game is.
1: Like, Like, if you had, like, a speed trap or something?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because I know that you can... You
3: you know how fast you were running there, sir?
0: I know that if you... Like, it's very hard to, like, actually make this work in-game. But I know that, as Jet, if you walk into a cipher trap... You dash backwards, and then while the cipher trap is pulling you back towards the middle, someone shoots it. It slingshots you forward.
2: Mm. Yeah. What about those weird like the, glitchy uh, like dashes? The you super can do dashes. Yeah. yeah. Like That's that'd be pretty best. fast. I
0: think the super dashes just move you long distance. I don't think you move much faster.
1: You do move faster.
2: I was, mm. Yeah. I think you definitely do.
3: Hey, Castle, I'm pretty sure it takes the same like amount of time as a regular dash. And gives you that much more like distance you've traveled, which would necessarily make you
2: go that much faster. Yeah, instead of halfway down cat on ascent, you are now top NTT. cat all the way into market. Yeah, yeah. In, in the span of one dash, it's pretty pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't see them used though. I feel like they're very very difficult. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they are. No, I've tried to learn lineups for them. Like I I can't get them.
4: <laughs> yeah, we've done that user. together,
3: Cass, in a custom, and it was a struggle for you.
2: Yeah, no, I like I, I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I've never practiced that. I might do that. Yeah, it's like a so it's like,
3: like a uh... super
1: wave dash and uh, with Samus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, because there there is one that I really wanted to learn on um on Icebox on like attacker side to just put you like way the fuck up in the air, um yeah. which allows you to peak, be long and boiler. Because uh, currently, I know like a double updraft spot that like allows me to peak all the way down B long, and then I can float out and take that peak on on boiler if I if I don't see anybody B long. But I feel like that's the unoptimal order. I feel like it'd be better to peak boiler first and then float out to take the peak B long. Um. Yeah. But the only way to do that is know this, like this super dash that like sends you fucking way up in the air, and like I I could not get that line up to work at all.
1: Now should you be able to stimmy a jet dash?
2: Oh my goodness! <laughs> you go from spawn to spawn.
1: <laughs> yeah, you stimmy the uh, the super
3: dash.
2: Stimmy the super dash.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking that's a situation where it could. This, this is this uh, brings me back to before Brim's stim beacon provided speed, where Cass would hate being stimmed, because even though he's shooting faster, which is a positive thing, he's not used to shooting faster, so it throws things off. And similarly, I feel like, yeah, yeah it's I'd great if you're, if, what'd you say?
0: I I know where you're going with this, and I would absolutely hate it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so what I'm saying is, you know, you would have to practice with Jet to get used to the additional distance with the stim, and if, and there still could be situations where you don't really think about or realize that you're stimmed. And then all of a sudden, instead of being in your smoke on site, you're way past your smoke <laughs>
1: on site when you're dashing in.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that would suck. Uh, I was thinking more like it would just go faster.
0: Oh, your dash?
1: Yeah, it'd be like a teleport.
2: <laughs> there you like, go. Now I they I can like... get rid of bind. Not not that it's an <laughs> issue to begin with, but I feel like it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They found a like solution.
3: You're... I don't know. I.
0: I have like it was one of the first clips I ever got that I ever took when i when we started playing Battle, but i uh I opted jet while she was like mid dash um and that's the only time I've ever like really seen that happen. It's like usually like I die as my dash is kind of activating, but i I can't think of any time in which I've died when I'm like literally halfway through dashing,
2: yeah. It's yeah. very tough to do.
1: Yeah, it's not necessary to go faster in the dash, really, mm-hmm. but you could.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> see, what I don't understand is like when I'm watching pro games and I see like jets dive out onto site and come out of their smoke. I don't know how they get as much consistent or as much consistent success as they do because Especially with like the, the dash updraft combos, or like I guess I'm thinking of, um, on, uh, on say ascent going to like top of gen or site haven getting on top of whatever that fucking box in the middle of sight is. Uh, I feel like there's just like I peek out of my smoke and there's like fucking 18 different angles I need to click.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, I, like, I was I thinking you know where to peek out of your smoke more at the pro like, level.
0: Yeah, I I guess, and also, like, it's, like, someone else in your team is, like, yo, like, I'm flashing this angle off, or I'm holding this angle, so you don't need to worry about that, but when I'm playing, it's just, like, well, fuck, like, maybe I've got a smoke down, so I don't need a clear CT, but, like, yeah, I don't know, I, I just, like, obviously the pro players are better than me at the game, and they've got better aim, so that's probably a huge aspect of it, too, but...
1: Well, that is just yeah, a combination like I... of utility well, and like counter-stratting, right? Of yeah. knowing where the people on the other enemy team are most likely to play, clearing off some of those angles, and therefore you have a pretty high likelihood that when you're peeking out of this side of the smoke, you only have to look at this angle.
2: Yeah, they're literally putting smokes down at the, check po- at the choke points. They're putting a neon wall up to block another uh, part of the site. They're breach-stunning... And then they're throwing a fucking molly to clear this cubby. And now you you as Jedi just have to take a step out of your smoke. Look at this one spot. And if somebody's there, nice, you got to kill. If not, everything else is cleared. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just super like coordinated. Oh, you know, now that
0: that we're thinking about it, if I had a character who was just following me up, a breach would be kind of nice.
2: Yeah, until they stun you. (laughs) (laughs) they're trying lot. to stun somebody like ahead of you and you're just running so that you just run into the stuff yeah, like
0: we're running under the assumption here that whoever's your pocket they're very is, good is yeah. good at their pocket player or yeah. their pocket agent so it's like god it'd be nice if i could just like swing out across an angle and the person that i'm taking the duel against is both blind and stunned
2: yeah that'd be nice
1: yeah, still one-tap headshots you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, dude. that's It's such a feels-bad moment, man. Like...
1: When they're blind I or when like... they're stunned, or either. Either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine like, both.
0: oh, they're stunned. I'm gonna swing into them. And then I come around the corner, and it's just like, boop. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> fuck. Ugh.
1: Gosh, fuck, it was a judge. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh. I like, okay. I really don't want to say this because I'm going to hate myself for this, Ooh, but
3: like. Uh oh.
1: I feel like
0: maybe I should try the judge out at some point. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> now, the other day, Cass, you and I were playing a game, and I think we were on a save, so we didn't have guns, and mm-hmm. we killed someone that had a judge, and you picked it up, and you got a kill with it. I and did. And in my mind, I was like, Mm, fucking AOE damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit shotguns. <laughs> right? May- helping us win this eco round.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it makes so
3: much sense because you play two of the three characters who tend to do really well with the shotgun. Of I would say Jet, Chamber, and Raze are the three who are most naturally inclined towards it.
0: Oh, I have two Judge Kills this act wild did i get two kills that round maybe yeah maybe
2: do you guys watch <laughs> valorant and tiktok No. i don't watch tiktok yeah there it is i don't have a tiktok there is a viral neon on tiktok that is absolutely insane with the bucky it is ridiculous they're like just they're just like b-hopping around everything they throw their wall down they'll like go through their wall they'll see somebody. They'll go back into their wall, and as they're going back into their wall, they'll slide backwards, just pop them in the face with a bucky, and continue moving. I'll define hmm. some of the TikToks for you to show you, but it is absolutely insane. I know yeah. there's
0: um I know there's a neon main cool. who's like mostly posts the stuff to Reddit, but he's just like, like exclusive neon one trick martial only.
1: <laughs> That's an interesting combo.
0: Yeah, a dude is like actually cracked as fuck with a Marshall. Now, I haven't seen any, like, full games. He's just, like, obviously when you post highlights, you cherry pick. Yeah. You're cherry picking your best stuff, right? And so, like, I don't know how successful he is in general, but I believe he's in Immortal using a Marshall only. So, like, one would have to assume.
1: Pretty successful. He's
0: fucking cracked. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: The Bucky, though, like, I feel like that's impressive because... The Bucky's just seen as and kind of is just a dog shit weapon. So, like, I can definitely see just wild movement and then combined with a Bucky working out, and that's like a pretty dope clip. Yeah.
0: Fuck, dude, Chase, was it was it you playing with me when we uh we pushed tower on um on Fracture the other day? And know, there was possibly. like, yeah, there was just a KO in there with a fucking Bucky who just like one taps both of us as we swing in.
1: Uh maybe maybe it wasn't me, but yeah that's okay. that's a that's a rough moment.
0: Yeah. Like fuck now he's got my vandal
1: Dumb. <laughs> Doesn't even use it, just keeps the bucket. Just keeps
4: the yeah. bucket.
0: <laughs> I feel funny. like that's um I I feel like Tower on Fracture is like one of the areas or like I think it's a, a really unique area that like Valorant has introduced in map design in which like it almost makes sense that if you're going to be the tower player that you should have a shorty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, I I can't think of any other place on the map or any other, like any other situation in which it's like, you actually want to have a secondary. Like the only thing that I can really think of is if you're opping, yeah. Just, like, having the shorty or just, like, having a frenzy is, like, is nice. Um,
2: for when you miss and somebody's able to push on you, and then you just yeah. pop them in the face. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, But I can't think of, like, I, I think it's really interesting how they've created this area on the map, which is, like, so crucial to hold. If you're going to, like, or, like, it's so crucial for you to take if you're going to plant on B as the attackers. That having a defender hold up there with with a shorty is just like actually fucking dangerous.
3: I would, I would uh, argue though that Bucky and Judge are arguably much better than the shorty in that circumstance. Although, you know. But they can't swing
0: investment. out a tower. They, they can't swing out a tower with the rifle. And take a fight in longer range like like unless
3: they gentlemen's by and they whip out their sheriff and take mm-hmm. a swing. Ooh.
1: They could do it the well, other you know way
0: hold on yeah. let me just do some some quick maths here no um, you've done him no no how much no no. but like how much is the the judge judge 18
1: Eighteen fifty.
3: let me see i, I have the okay. here. so
0: it is it is cheaper than the vandal
3: <laughs> yeah dude
0: okay
3: i, I didn't realize what math you were doing i could have told you that yeah
0: yeah well i was just wondering it's like
4: but it's not so wait, much cheaper.
2: Did you just do math to figure out if something was cheaper than the vandal? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't. And, do. the, and the math, math.
1: was eighteen fifty plus two hundred. No, plus no. one fifty. No, plus eight hundred. Because oh, Hunter's saying you got yeah. share. Yes, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it was really tough. You, you got to whip out the ca- the calculator. For yeah, the yeah. I
0: know. I don't. I don't do yeah. mental math. Like, yeah. mental I got to whip
1: out the notepad apparently to remember what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, one of the other things I wanted to talk about here, because this is something that I don't fucking pay attention to in-game, and I'm wondering if any of you guys do, is uh, I think it was a clip that I saw a while back, and I believe it was Shazam, but it might not have been, talking about when and why to use alts. Um, and was saying that he was just like, you want to bring all your alts out in like a swing round that's going to like break the other team's economy. Is when you want to use those those like really strong alts because winning that round usually means winning two rounds. Um, and I was saying, I never fucking think about that in game. Now, obviously, playing Chamber and Jet, I typically bring my alt out on uh, on save,
1: on save rounds. rounds. Yeah.
0: Um, but like, I don't have very team-oriented alt. But in general, it's like, well, we should use this Viper's pit. On the round that's going to break the enemy team's economy, or we should be you like comboing this like this fade alt and breach alt on the round that's going to break the enemy team's economy, and like I never think about that. Yeah,
3: wouldn't it also work well if it's if it's preventing your economy from being yeah. broken? Like you yeah, a full buy- same,
0: Yeah, same thing. It's like on one of those rounds in which like one of the team's economy is going to break is like those are the rounds that you want to like save your alts for and then use hmm. your alt on those rounds.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Those are also kind of common. If yeah, either I was one it's probably less happen,
3: often. Right, right.
1: It, I'm just going to say it's less often that you're playing a round that's not one of those two scenarios where you both have like healthy economies. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Chase. Yeah, like those don't often happen.
2: Yeah, like, because if you pop out an ult in, in a round where, like, everyone full bought, it's like, cool, you won the round, but the enemy team is still full buying. Like, they still have a chance to win the next round. So I get what Shaz is saying, but I feel like that's a whole new level of thinking, which is kind of why we've never thought of it that way before. Like that's what separates the pros from us casuals. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> understanding and knowing like Yeah. When these rounds occur, like, hey, we need to use this you know. Yeah. So Yeah, like yeah. outside
0: of the economy based alts being, you know, chamber jet to a lesser extent, neon, and I suppose technically raise. Like outside of those, I feel like I get annoyed when my team uses their alts on our eco. Like unless unless it looks like we're really turning the tides, right? We get a couple early picks, we recover some rifles, and it's like, hey, we got a fighting chance here. Like, maybe we should pop off this sage res and like dump some fade util.
4: Yeah. Or, right like there. dump the
0: fade off. But yeah. like just all the time I feel like, oh, we're in like we're in this eco. We've got nothing but like scariffs and like some pistols maybe. And then, like, your Sage is, like, using her res that round. Or, like, the Breach will alt onto Sight. And it's like... I can feel like this ain't the round for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair. I mean, from the other perspective, they could be like, oh, well, the ult is what might give us the chance to win the round. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on how early in the round they're doing it, right? Like, Sage res is a kind of a specific thing of, like, you probably don't want to res on an eco unless you know, you have a very solid chance of winning that round with a res. Cause if you're down like it's like a four V two and you and you res it's like, well, okay, well we still have fucking frenzies it and a man disadvantage and they have full buys. Like we're still gonna lose this fucking round. Why would you waste your ult? Um that does piss me off. But something like a breach ult, you could argue that like, hey, you know, this will get us those couple of picks, a couple of weapons, and then we can turn yeah. the round from there. Because that's a much more early round kind of, like, we're going to attack onto site with this, or we're going to push out on defense with it.
0: I feel like it's just, like, generally it's just, like, low percentage, though. And I feel like you'd rather have that all saved for for later. Yeah, but I, I guess then like the other problem that you run into is like, I'll often see people like hang on to their alts, like the entire game because like
2: that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, like, they don't if run you're just waiting for, like... for this perfect situation, mm-hmm. you're never gonna use the ult. When if you used it when you got it, you could possibly get two ults right in that one half and really help your team out multiple times.
0: Yeah, like I I noticed that the most with um with Chamber is like. Well, if I can afford the AWP, I don't really want to pop my alt Because, like, I've got the credits to, like, buy this op right now. But, right, like, right. It, it, like, it, there's definitely been games where, like, for the entire defensive half, like, our economy is just strong enough that I don't need, or, like, I never need to, to use it. Because it's like, we'll win three rounds and we'll lose one, but I'm at max credits again, so I can just buy that op. And it seems like a waste for me to use my alt when I'm at max credits. You know? Yeah. Um. But then it's like, well, maybe I could have had two alts. Or maybe I could have had three alts this half instead of just two. But yeah, so, like, I don't know. There's definitely, like, a tougher balance in there that I'm, I'm not great at figuring out. Whereas, like, I feel like that's a lot easier when I'm playing Jet to just be like, well, yeah, I've got to vandal this round, but, like, Having the knives to clear this close corner could be nice. Right? In case somebody's holding tight, then I can just, like, right click them. Um, And so I feel like I'm way more willing to bring out jet knives on a round in which I've bought into. Whereas, like, I don't really want to bring out a chamber alt in a round that I've bought into.
1: Interesting. (laughs)
4: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean,. There's just, it's so like game situational, I feel. So like, yeah. I, like, I see what Shaz is saying. It was like, of course you want to save them for a pivotal round, but like every single round is so different in it in itself that in the moment it could be the right scenario, even if it's not one of those pivotal rounds. Um, yeah. But then all the way back to the beginning is most rounds in the game are going to break somebody's economy. Like you're not going to be able to buy the next round. Like I feel like it's, not super common where you're both flush enough to lose the round and still full by the next. Yeah. It happens like a few times in the middle of each half. Right. Yeah. I'm realizing probably
3: if you're, if we're talking about saving an alt for an economy breaking round on one side or the other, you're only ever going to have to wait one round because I don't think it's realistically possible for both teams to have a full gun round, you know, end the round, have the next round also be a full gun round for both teams, and then the next one after that, so three rounds in a row are full gun rounds for both teams. I don't think that's realistically possible. So, because one of the things I was thinking in my head is I was like, well, if you're holding whenever you hold on to an ult and don't use it for some reason, that means you're not getting any new ult points this round. So that's one negative to consider. But then i but then i realized you're only looking at one round of alt points so that makes it a little bit more easy to think through a little bit easier to stomach losing those
0: yeah but like and like i i see what you're saying but like I've, and i and i feel like this is more noticeable and like higher ELOs. cuz like when's the last time you've seen a fucking save like a, a multiple person save in one of your games that you've played
2: you're talking like after the Spikesman been planted and. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, like you're no, playing, that still doesn't happen like yeah, in like, Diamond. No. Yeah, you're yeah, playing best. In the first
0: 10 seconds, your two B site defenders just, just get fucking rolled. The enemy yeah. team's five man strong, get bombed down immediately. We're like 15 seconds into the round right now. It's like, I feel like the other three players should be like, well, shit. Guess we're going to huddle up and save. And I feel like that's what should happen.
1: But yeah, the never pro- fucking see that happen. Well, the problem is, most of the time, you're still gonna get rolled by the other team. Like they're just gonna come searching and and, and kill you anyway. So it's like you might as well go in, at, like at Arielo, You know, see what you can do.
0: No, oh, because I feel like when when the enemy team is going to be hunting and extending, like they're often spreading out and just taking one v one raw aim duels, which are way more likely to win than you trying to way more likely to win those and therefore stay alive.
1: Yeah, I'm not fully discounting saves, but I see why they happen less at our elo.
0: I feel like they should, I feel like in general, saves should happen way more. And like, I even notice it when I'm watching some of like the the Valorant Champions games. And I'm just like, I feel like you should be saving here. And then they just like, just like dash out on the site.
3: Guys, I don't know what Valorant games you're watching in the in the pro where people are one v five, not saving. It seems like very very consistently that's a save. Like I challenge you to name one round in any of the games so far where someone just went for a one v five instead of saving. I mean, I, they, they I had a gun; go... it wasn't a pivotal round.
0: I, I I can go back and find it. Like I I remember in one of the Optic games, uh, Victor was playing Ko, and. It was in, like, a 1v4 situation and could have, like, was in a position in which he actually probably could have gotten away to relative safety and lived and been able to bring that Vandal into the next round and instead just tried to run out onto site and get a plant off, and then he wasn't able to buy the next round.
2: Well, yeah, I I, literally remember that
0: happening. No, but, like, he didn't get the plant off, and he's, he's 1v4. Like, well, don't
3: get my, the fucking
0: plant off. Just save
3: it. What I was, was going to say is that if he gets the plant off, that gets, what is it, 300 credits, not just for himself, but for the rest of his team as well. Yeah. So, at that point, yeah, he can't buy. But if if that pushes multiple of the rest of his team across the line to be able to buy, or oh, to no, buy better no, Like, it,
0: like they, were, they had, like, literally no fucking money.
3: Well, okay, like, so even if they had no money, then now they can buy... You know, maybe light shields or utility that they couldn't otherwise or or a frenzy instead of a classic. So, like, I'm not saying whether it was the right or the wrong call, but that's not that's not really what I was referring to, because there was some benefit he was going for. He wasn't just depending on, oh, I'm going to try to kill all four guys. He was going for a plant. There was some other objective he was pursuing there.
1: It sounds like it probably would have been a better choice to save.
0: Yeah, I feel like – and, like, also, like, realistically – Oh, maybe. It, like,
1: like I said, I don't know about yeah. their – what their eco plan is. Yeah, yeah there's like, a lot more
3: factors.
2: Yeah, I, I, game.
0: yeah I'll, I'll try to find – I'll try to go back and look up what round it was so that, like, I can send it to you. Um, But, like, I feel like, come on, like, you're in a 1v4. Are you realistically going to be able to get bombed down when they know where bomb is?
3: You this know? Is probably it's probably not like, really that fruitful of a discussion given that. Yeah, of yeah, the we don't know it you yeah. And the yeah. audience certainly hasn't.
0: Sure. I'm just like, as a general rule of thumb, I feel like saves should be happening way more frequently than they are, especially at our ELO.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, at our, our, our ELO, I would agree. Yeah, I just disagree that the pro ELO, they should be happening more. I say this is a pretty good segue to to move into a little bit of a, of champions talk if you want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Now, I, I'd um, like to just preface this by, by saying I haven't watched a single Champions game.
2: Um, unbelievable.
1: Which is mm-hmm. I- incredibly unbelievable. Like, I I cannot believe that I have not seen a, a single game. Um, I have watched highlights, and I have, like, checked scores. But, like, the timings have just really not worked in my favor <laughs> recently. Yeah. I've watched the majority of them.
2: Well, not a single team from EU has won in this upper bracket. Yeah. All three of them
0: got pushed yeah. down. Team
2: Liquid won one map, but all of them are in the lower bracket already. Oh, yeah. One combined map across
3: the three EU teams. I hadn't yeah. thought about it that way before. NA number fun. one.
2: Well, besides, oh, yeah, baby. However, besides DRX and Loud.
1: <laughs> I was bringing this up to Cass earlier, and Cass pointed out that all three of them made it t- to the fucking final bracket, or t- to the playoff bracket.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, like 100, 100 Thieves got eliminated by Fnatic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, that
0: was like the storyline of that game, right? It was 100 Thieves versus Fnatic. It's just NA or EU. Get yeah, all their teams. Gonna three, yeah, yeah, which one's going to have three? Yeah, which one's going to have all their teams in the uh in the
2: bracket?
3: But Hey, but if it's Xset and uh OpTic in the grand final, no one's going to be remembering the three EU teams that got well their Well, Yeah, that.
2: now that OpTic and Xset both won their series, now they yeah, play each like, other on you know, Monday. Like, what the fuck, dude? Put
0: them,
1: yeah.
2: put
0: them in opposite fucking halves, like, of, why them, is it halves NA of the versus bracket, NA. dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> as Chase pointed out, it's better that they're not playing each other first round.
1: It's always been first round when two but NA teams But the only reason that they're not yeah.
0: playing each other first round is because they both came out as the one seed. Yep, yep,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, they probably would be playing in the first fucking <laughs> round. Put them on opposite sides of the fucking bracket, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah they can do uh, that. Like it, yeah, Just put them on can. the opposite sides
0: okay the other thing is I I have a hard time understanding why they're even like why they even have this group stage like why not just have a larger double a limb bracket like I could understand the group stage if they were gonna do a round robin but they don't do that it's just yeah. like they do like what's bracket. the point of having what's the point of having mini bracket into big bracket why not just have big double limb bracket
2: well, because this is almost like a double Elim into another double Elim. Like, some of these teams that made it, won their first series in the group stage, lost their second, and then won their third, and then made it to playoffs.
0: Right. I guess so it...
2: Like, it erases uh, that loss.
0: Yeah, I yeah. guess it does allow you to lose one more game and still win the tournament than you would be able yeah. to otherwise.
3: Yeah, Liquid has already lost two series so mm-hmm. far.
2: Yeah, and they're still uh, still in. Yeah, they're in losing bracket now. They're going to play Fnatic tomorrow. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And I that game could go either way, honestly. Liquid Fnatic? No, I think we know which which way it's going. Really? What are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say Fnatic has it. Oh, Liquid has it, dude. I am more on the side of Chase, but Liquid has been proving me wrong time and time again. Yeah. See, they played he has, Phoenix on Breeze. Who the fuck does that? And they win. Yeah. They win with Phoenix on Breeze. Like, how does that work? It doesn't yeah, make any sense. I just don't sense. like Liquid. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love just don't liquid like Liquid. More. I just... Yeah.
0: Like, I like Fnatic. Fnatic is just like... Fnatic like,
2: is like if Fnatic, Fnatic wins. Yeah. yeah. If Fnatic they, they, wins, we can see Boaster twerk some more and we're chilling. Yeah, yeah
0: it's like, I feel like <laughs> Fnatic's got the more charismatic team. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I love watching Scream one-taps as much as the next guy, you know? But, like, yeah, I don't know. And, like, as, so Tony's favorite non-NA team is is Liquid.
1: Um, oh, then we must hate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Okay, Fuck but he Liquid. was saying that he
0: likes Liquid because they <laughs> just constantly go for these, like, whack comps. Which, if that was Ooh. on any other team, I'd be like, yo, that's cool as fuck. But for some reason, I just don't like Liquid, and I don't know why. Because <laughs>
1: it's it's like, they go for wack-offs nothing... that don't work.
0: Yeah, but it's like, I've got nothing against Liquid personally, or anybody on the team, like, personally. It's not like, oh, like, you know, I don't like, um, like, Yompy, and therefore, I don't like Liquid, or whatever. It's yeah. just like, and, I, like, I don't know. There's nothing that, like, makes me dislike them, but I don't for some reason.
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, for me, for me I have... a very
2: scrappy, Valorant. Oh, for sure.
3: For me, I have a deep-seated uh, distaste for EU teams. Like, specifically, not... EMEA includes, like, Turkey and Russia and something else as well. Yeah, yeah. But, like, teams that are from EU proper, I have a distaste for going all the way back to the first international tournaments when there were a bunch of, you know, hive mind uh, commentators and Reddit people saying, oh, well... NA looks exciting, but they will fold at, at, at the G's. Right, right, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: NA yeah, versus yeah. EU is just huge now. Yeah, it's, so I, I kind of
3: awesome. hate EU because of that, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, but until players.
1: they hit the real strategy aspect of the game. Like, Are there any EU listeners? Are there
2: hmm. Any what? Any EU listeners, do you know? I, I know oh, at least one is.
3: I know at least one because he came into voice chat once. He had a really cool British accent. Um, oh, yeah, that is yeah, true. Yeah. Yes. I, I it was like, it oh, was straight right? out of iron, I believe was his name.
4: Yeah. On yeah.
3: Yeah. Boster
1: we definitely we have iron. a couple of EU listeners, listeners but it, we're majority NA. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyone from EU, this is all well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> EU sucks. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, the thing yeah. is, I love Boaster, man. Boaster is so dude, funny.
2: I love Boaster. And artists from FPX after they won Copenhagen, he's like, We're having a massive after party. Drinks are all on me. Just hit up my DMs on Twitter. And he actually like followed through. Like people hit him up on Twitter in Copenhagen. And he's like, Here's the address. And the yeah, he he took care that of the dude, tab. It's cool. like holy. He bro. also had
0: probably the nastiest Red Bull clutch.
2: Oh on a oh, Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, that Holy game was insane.
3: Fuck. Yeah. That was that was probably the oh, best play. Go,
2: what did the game end like Powering. 1917 Nineteen seventeen. Yeah, that was the final score. Oh my yeah. god. What game was this? This was uh, DRX was versus
3: uh, FPX map 1 in the pl- start of playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: I got I got to watch the highlights oh, of that for
3: sure. At least this play. Oh definitely. yes, you do. Just, just watch OT. Like Yeah. It
2: was game, artist. It was either artists popping off or stacks popping off, and yeah. it was just ridiculous.
1: Damn! I mean, there was another game earlier in the tournament, and I couldn't tell you which one it was, but I just saw the scoreline that was also like really deep overtime. Um, something like you There's know, like a, a lot. there was like a fifteen seventeen or something like that. I think
0: well, that was another DRX game. DRX has been yeah,
1: DRX Furia. I'm just 16 sixteen fourteen.
0: Yeah, DRX went to multiple yeah. OTs.
3: Oh, oh well, DRX hundred thieves was eighteen yeah. sixty. Okay, that's the one I DRX. was thinking of. Was DRX hundred yeah, yeah. thieves? Yeah. yeah, DRX has just been on the biggest OT games.
2: They haven't yeah. lost a map yet. In yeah, Champions.
3: honestly.
2: Oh, they've really? o would everything. Really? Yeah. yeah, they have. I hadn't noticed that,
3: but you're right. I have it up right yeah. here. Wow.
2: They are. They are going crazy now.
3: The meme is that they always finish in fifth or sixth place. So let's see if we can finally break. Well, the the meme uh, was that they
1: could never beat an NA or an EU team. And now they've, uh, they've done that.
2: Yep. Optic did the same (laughs) thing. Their, their thing was that Optic has never beat an EMEA team and they beat Liquid today. So they finally broke that curse.
1: Have they really not?
2: Yeah. They were like 0-7 against EMEA teams.
1: Shit. They also didn't yeah. lose in group stages, which is a a new for the new
2: one for them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they normally start tournaments with a loss. Yeah, yeah they usually yeah. they usually limp in and then turn up.
4: <laughs>
2: Every <laughs> single series of optics though have been a two one. They have not two would anyone yet. Yeah, and so I know we really haven't got into it, but I'm just gonna kind of automatically go into my little soapbox thing, being a being a seasoned veteran guest, you know? Yeah.
4: Um, <laughs> yeah, speaking you of it.
2: Optic, apparently there's a chance that Optic does not make it into franchising. Yeah,
3: what? yeah. Really? As or, yes. Yeah, yeah, you if, DM'd me already, to talk about this, yes, so yes. There's already ahead. news. Wait, how is TSM, that
2: possible? I know, I, I don't know. There is already news that TSM is looking to buy out the entirety of Optic Valorant. The entire six-man roster, all the players, and and Chet? yeah, wow. TSM is looking to buy them
1: because TSM would get in. Yeah, to, to just because how,
2: yeah, I guess like it doesn't make sense. I to can't me. even
1: imagine. Like I guess they're going for the orgs and not the teams, and then thinking oh the the teams will trickle up to the orgs that we go into Valorant. Is, yeah, is that what? But Riot like, is how is optic?
2: This? Yeah, but how is optic yeah. not a big enough org? Absolutely, no, like, absolutely
0: a big. I mean, right. I understand that TSM is a bigger org, especially when you look. I mean, I guess the other thing that I could see is, um, uh, Riot has a relationship with TSM through. Yeah, TSM has like an
2: LCS team. Yeah,
0: they've got like an yeah. LCS team, and so there's like, there's already this rapport, and they've got like, I guess they could have like faith that TSM is going to operate as a good org. Yeah. Uh, but
2: TSM is also the company that has a CEO that's been exposed for like abusing their employees or whatever it mm-hmm. is, whatever that story was. Optic doesn't have that, and there's no way Optic don't meet like the financial requirements. You know, like yeah, that's that's just weird seeing that, Optic that the Optic getting... team is up for is potentially up for purchase is it blew me away, well, and I sent it to Hunter, and I was like. This needs to be talked about. Yeah. It just that, doesn't uh, make any sense. That would mean like
1: at least there there'd be some other teams too that are getting in or other orgs that you would not be expecting.
2: Yeah. So I pulled up um there's this guy named Mr. Funhaver in the uh Valorant community. He is one of the journalists. He's not like as big as like George Geddes or like Bodork. But his um prediction for the america's league which is north america and south america what only includes six north american teams and then four south american teams for a total of 10 and for na he has tsm c9 hundred thieves sentinels nrg and t1 he doesn't even have optic Hmm. on that list I didn't expect. know that
3: NRG was big, honestly.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, to like, think that the two te- teams still in champions right. and doing well are not on that list.
2: Yeah, it, it's yeah. so weird to me.
1: That's crazy. And, yeah, that must be right. than thinking, oh, we're going to go for the orgs and the, the players who are on these teams are going to trickle up. But that's not going to happen for every player. Yeah. Right? That might happen for some, but, like, those orgs might want to not buy out the full roster and you know only only like pick and choose the like the yays of of the other teams you know right and then what happens is like you have someone who was a part of this team that made it all the way to to champions and Mm -hmm. was doing really well and now they're not even in franchising
0: yeah i feel like that's not gonna happen with optic though
2: no, they're uh, probably like, going to get. I don't know. Like, you are going to buy the roster, so right? Here's here's another thing that I am very positive you guys don't know about. marv um, back in his Counter Strike days, was accused of match fixing.
0: That I do know about.
2: Okay, okay, so you do know about that. Yeah, it was never like confirmed. Like, there's no like substantial evidence that he did it. Um. was just all a bunch of accusations but that could be one of the things that's like kind of holding optic back like if they want to keep the entirety of the team riot just might not let them into the partnership program unless they get rid of marv and maybe the players don't want to get rid of marv something like
0: i feel like if riot had a problem with that they just
2: wouldn't let marv compete
0: yeah i feel like they would have addressed that already yeah that's what i thought Steel had the whole I buy power uh, match fixing scandal, which yeah. he was actually proven guilty in.
3: And he's still yeah, he's on T1, yeah, who is in, is in this, yeah. yeah. So,
0: like, they, they let him play, so, like, I, I don't see why they would take such a hard stance against Marv in this context.
3: In yeah, that, my... yeah, that doesn't seem... Yeah, and the key thing is that Steel is currently on T1, who is projected to be one of those spots. Yeah, because right. of how so, big
2: T1 is. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It was just an idea I saw thrown around, and I'm like, "There's no chance that Riot isn't going to let Marv to play when he's currently competing in Champions right now for one." And I feel like it would have been addressed earlier.
0: And he's also probably yeah. one of the best smokes agent in the entire game,
2: if not the best.
0: If not the best, like yeah,
2: yeah
1: that doesn't seem like it would play into this at all. It's just yeah. it seems like weird like politics behind the scenes.
2: Yep. Yeah. See, Riot, over at Riot, they're
1: just
3: big 10s stands, and they still haven't gotten over the uh, joke that Marv made about 10s'
2: girlfriend
1: uh, <laughs> a long time
3: oh, ago. Uh, even fiance, even right?
1: Uh, yes, <laughs> yes fiance,
2: fiance, as of eight months. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, They kept that a secret for almost a year.
0: Also, um, on a side note, Ye went 30 and fucking nine.
2: Oh yeah. Liquid on a he, had, he had a 404 ACS. I didn't realize that. That that's wild. He was the top player um, from the matches today. Damn. Oh, I
3: I did like, I did see that, you know, normally the uh VCT Twitter tweets out like voting for you know different players for MVP. And this time yeah. it was uh operator yay, rifle yay, or pistol yay. <laughs> Those were the options.
0: He's literally plus fourteen on first yeah. kills to first S.
3: That's insane. It's <laughs> on it just
0: the day. Doesn't make any like, sense. The next best player is scream at plus 2. He was like what In the their fuck
2: match versus fuck? Liquid, Gay was plus 29 throughout the entire series.
0: Like that's actually fucking disgusting.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What what are you what are you supposed to do?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll admit after Optic won... Um, Copenhagen, no Berlin. No wait, wait.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Reykjavik. They won Reykjavik. Masters yeah, yeah. Reykjavik.
3: Yeah, thank you. Um, after they won Reykjavik, um, I I kind of thought I think Ye might be a little overrated. Everyone's like has has all this hype around him now, but you know maybe he's just kind of in a good system. Um, it's a good thing I never really voiced that strongly on the podcast yeah. because uh <laughs> because like the thing is. There are players who have a really good tournament and then it seemed like it was just, you know, them peaking. But Ye has just been so consistently good ever since then and just maybe even getting better given how well he's done this tournament. So Yeah. Ye I, I kind, like kind of feel perfect. like Ye is the
2: number one player in the world. Yeah. What would you yeah. say, uh Laggy? He's perfectly rated in my opinion. Like Yeah. When you're talking about Ye being the best, he He shows it. Sure everyone's gonna have yeah. like some down days, but like Yay is so consistent. you talk about the likes of uh like Durka is up there as well, but like he hasn't had the best tournament. He's had a very good tournament, but nobody right now is having as good of a tournament as yay right now, and he just proves it time and time again for every for for every one bad map he'll answer with ten good ones. yeah that's the key thing. Yay has had bad maps and rarely
3: okay series where he's not his usual standard, but he's never had, he hasn't had a bad tournament, even going well, that's back. That's how it started in,
2: in Reykjavik, yeah. right? He had a really bad series. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh no, like if Ye can't perform, Optic is really going to have some problems. Yeah. And Ye's like, all right, but yeah. he's just <laughs> performs like the also, rest when of we're the talking, tournament.
0: When we're talking about Ye not performing, we're talking about him being like middle of the scoreboard. Yeah, true. Like like when Ye yeah. doesn't perform, he's middle of the pack.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he he's not like he's not like the bottom frag on the team being like yeah. at like 4 and 13 or whatever yeah, no after tens. the first half. Yeah, no 10s. Yeah.
4: True.
0: <laughs> it's like, I, um... like when Ye doesn't perform, he's just human. Yeah. Also, uh CryoCells for XSet also popped the fuck off on Chamber today too. Oh,
3: you did didn't... he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like,
0: not... Oh my god.
2: I did watch that light. game. Not yeah. quite
0: to the extent that Ye did. But like still pretty pretty fucking nasty.
2: Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, Cryo was plus twenty-three in their series today. Mm-hmm. I put the uh the scoreboard uh from the entirety of the series between Optic and Liquid in the host channel just to show how much better and Ye 40. performed. Than quite literally everybody else. (laughs)
3: 69 and 40 over the series. First
1: of all, nice. Second of all, how disgusting is that? That's uh... disgusting.
2: Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Plus 29. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Motherfucker is smurfing in pro play.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, oh my God. Yeah. So just talking about some other teams here. Man, really sucks. That uh that PRX went out.
2: Yeah, I knew that was beast. gonna be brought up. They, like, yeah. man. It's Dude, the second place curse. they there's
0: this it so is. fun to watch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, fuck hundred thieves, who gives a shit about them?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really say. is that second place curse though. I think the same thing happened aloud in um in Copenhagen, right? Yeah. They got yep. second place at, at Reykjavik, and then they went into Copenhagen, and they lost out of group stages.
0: Okay, but they got really unfortunate in that Optic threw their first their opening match.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. So Loud no, just got
0: fucked right. by Optic throwing their opening match, <laughs> and then having to play the elimination game against Optic,
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: which was the finals of Reykjavik.
2: I will say I love oh, the Optic versus Loud rivalry that has been kind of created. Yeah, just from that
1: like one event, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. We I heard that there again.
1: was. I heard that there was one
3: of the loud players who, who was being interviewed, and he said, "We really don't want to play Optic again. We're, yeah. we're
2: done
4: with
3: them."
2: Well, it's the only rivalry too that like has been consistently every like the teams have been the same players every time. Yeah, like, thirty. There haven't been any roster changes. Yeah. yeah. We could see it again if loud beat drx and optic beat exit for the upper final, it would be optic versus loud, which would be insane. Yeah, it'd be pretty yeah, I cool. feel
3: like that's kind of what's favored to happen to an extent.
4: Really, I, I feel like drx got, is kind of going I got off. DRX. Right? I, yeah, yeah but, I'm so but loud has only lost to optics. Loud, loud,
3: loud has the... beaten Zeta and um. Actually, they beat Zeta twice in group stages, and then they beat Leviathan, who was looking
2: really, really good. Yeah, Le- Leviathan before they beat
3: them, was looking very good. Yeah, yeah. They took. They yeah, with with DRX is well. <laughs> the
0: the betting you, odds yeah. are super fucking close in that game.
3: Where do you see but, betting odds for Valorant? Yeah, it's on BLR too. Yeah, really? Wait, yeah. or, or bet.gg.
1: but uh, bet. Well,
3: G- yeah,
2: BLR.gg. Um. It's, I've always uh, wanted to kind of bet on these games. Yeah, I was. It was funny because I was
0: talking with Tony. Um, Wait, bet.gg doesn't work.
2: Oh really? Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. Oh, it's
0: gg.bet, I think.
4: Mm.
0: Oh. Um. But yeah, if you just go to VLR, like it, it'll show you the betting odds under the the upcoming match. Um. But yeah, it was funny because Tony and I were talking about like some of the betting odds on um the first. Uh, fanatic um, hundred thieves game,
1: yeah. and I was like,
0: ooh, I would have lost some money there, and Tony, Tony would have won some money. Yeah, because Tony, Tony was being like, nah, dude, like I think hundred thieves takes us two one, um, and like I, I remember us walking over the betting odds and it was like, it was a pretty sizable payout if you picked hundred thieves two one over, um, uh, over fanatic
1: yeah, I'm sure it would be. That's that's a pretty big upset. It was it was cool to see that, and it gave uh definitely some hope for Hundred Thieves fans. And yeah. then just yeah. kind of got dashed, dashed by having yeah. to play Fnatic yeah. again, and kind of getting wrecked two zero. It's
2: like yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. It's it like, sucks seeing Hundred Thieves go out that way, but they it it is what it is.
3: Yeah, I just feel I, like it's really tough in most sports that involve a good bit of strategy to have to place a team again that you beat like not completely decisively because obviously yeah. if you just blew the doors off of a team, because you're better than them in every aspect of the game, then that's one thing. But like, if you were, if you had a strategic edge on them and your players just played really well. And so you showed your strats to them and they know what they need to, 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 to fix to beat you. That's just such a tough position to be in. Like it's true in the NFL as well. Like if you face a team in the playoffs that you faced earlier in the season. The person who won more of those is sometimes at a disadvantage.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes, it makes sense. And it makes for some like cool comeback stories, especially like late bracket runs and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just tough that that played out in group stages like that for hundred thieves.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's like what you learn, you learn more from your losses than you do from your wins. Right. Yeah. And so it's like by taking that loss, you're like, okay, this is what we did wrong, or this is what we could improve on, like here are some weaknesses that we're showing, and you can much more readily identify them, versus like when you win the game, it's like well, these are some things that we didn't do as well as we might have liked to, but like also we won so, you know um especially like in the scenario in which, like, that was the first game in which they beat Fnatic, that was considered an upset, right? Yeah. So it's like, having to play them yeah. again, I feel like you're just, like, unless for some reason you've just got some, like, furious confidence or, like, you know, you just, like, you've broken the other team's mental. You know, like, if Liquid were to go up against Optic again, and they're just, like, dude, son of a bitch, yeah, is gonna be around every corner just head-tapping me the instant I peek and, like, yeah you're just in their heads like then maybe but i feel like 100 like it was a really close series and so like hundred thieves didn't have any of that like psychological fear factor
2: uh, yeah i feel like that's gonna advantage. happen with optic versus xf i feel like optics gonna zero them just because they've played each other so much and optic is so dominant in the na scene that's like it's just gonna be Yay yeah. Ye versus Cryo, and whoever does better, that team's gonna win. Yeah, definitely gonna be a good yeah, game. I though. would be shocked if if win. Yeah, no doubt.
0: And then XZ's gonna come back and beat them in the grand
3: finals. Oh, oh no! no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> whoa. that would be a, that would be a very surprising.
1: That would be very surprising. It would be dope to have two NA teams in the grand finals, though. Mm-hmm. Well
0: because last year last year for champions the grand finals was all EU. Yeah, I
2: yeah. know. Yeah. I just want Leviathan to beat FPX. So then that's one EU team gone. Well, and it's FPX, which I don't like. Yeah. Well, okay. You don't like, like them FPX. because they play what's the right word? Proper Brain. they play proper Valorant. Yes, which isn't the most exciting, but they play very aristocratic fun <laughs> fundamental valor <Yeah. laughs> but yeah no i i just want to see them eliminated because having new winners is always good i feel like we just have one team dominating the entire scene it's like okay i mean i think it, it can be hype
1: but it, it would be hype for a team that we root for like that's that's literally yeah. what it is right yeah if you're an yeah. fbx fan like buck yeah you want to see him dominate but like it, unless it's it would cool. be the
2: first yeah
1: it's cool for a couple like couple tournaments in a row, and then you get a good upset story. It's not very cool if it's consistent throughout like a year, or multiple years.
2: Yeah.
0: because no, like I remember when CS:GO first like came out, and um, like my my favorite team was uh, Ninjas in Pajamas or Nip,
4: Nip, just because of their
0: name. Yep. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Yo, that name's fucking dope." Um, <laughs> and for like the first like year and a half, they just did not lose a set. Like they just won out, and like that was hype as fuck because it was the team that I was rooting for. Yeah, just like consistently winning and and like winning tournaments. Um, <laughs> that that was pretty fucking cool. But yeah, when it's a team that like you're not the fan of, and they just win out all the time, it's just like all right, come on, like like leave some for the rest of us, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, every football fan
2: here. that every football fan that doesn't cheer for the Patriots knows exactly what that feels like. Oh, yeah. Because we only just watched them win for so long.
1: Yeah. I mean, mean. every F1 fan in the last 15 years.
2: What? Just Hamilton?
1: (laughs) Just Mercedes dominance. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I just hope NA, that's all I want is NA to win champions. Whether it be Optic or Exit, just as long as it's NA. Oh, yeah, I would have be been. Player. I
1: would have rooted for PRX to win it all if they were yeah. in it, but since they're not, yep. Wow. NA all the, way. <laughs> the the fucking NA bias on this program is really just breaking down. Man. Yeah, it's unreal.
2: <laughs> Come on, like leave some. Any to the rest you of that. listeners? Yeah. I'm not sorry. Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
3: interesting. I'm rooting for exactly one of each. Well, my top, the top four teams I want to see uh, win are there's one of each of them from like the first the quarterfinals fi- like the first round because drx leviathan optic or Xset. i like vastly more than the other four yeah uh and you're i'd be anti-EU. kind of excited for any of this what
0: you're just anti-eu
3: well yes don't yeah, up, yeah. <laughs> but also specifically i don't i don't really like loud i also don't really like brazilian teams and drx i would love to see them finally have success i think they're a cool team
2: Brazilian yeah, no, I think fans are toxic. Exactly. That's a big I've, reason why. My buddy's Eric Zeppa has told me about just like the death threats and the cheating accusations that he used to be sent um, when he was on Team Chaos back in Counter-Strike. Brazilians hated them like <laughs> for no reason. And apparently like he still just gets messages all the time. Death threats of like. Saying that, like, his entire family's gonna die or something. It's like Brazilian fans are wild. Yeah, just that's not cool. Wild. Yeah. So it's just, it's weird. So it's, it, seeing a Brazilian team just do so well, it's like, okay, cool. It's a region that really hasn't done well in super long, but it's like, your fan base sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. I and mean, to talk about DRX for a second again is that, I mean, I think it would just be cooler if they were still Vision Strikers. It's a way cooler. Yeah, right? fucking yeah. DRX. I would agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, does DRX stand for anything?
1: I mean, it's obviously an org.
0: Okay, but like PRX <laughs> is Paper Rex. FPX is Fun Plus
3: Phoenix.
1: Both cooler names than just DRX, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I
3: just I just pulled it up on, on Liquidpedia. So DRX were previously known as King Zone Dragon X and Dragon X. So Dragon X is what DRX is shortened.
1: Okay, I wish they would call them Dragon X more. That's kind of a dope name. Like it is. Okay, Fun Plus Phoenix and Paper X are kind of cooler.
0: Fun Plus Phoenix is a fucking horrible name.
1: I love it. It's so bad. I fucking love Fun (laughs) Plus Phoenix. (laughs) Well, it's a
3: Chinese org, right? So I have to imagine that. I believe Funplex, Phoenix, yeah. Even though it's a Russian team, I I yeah. believe the org is is Chinese. Yeah, exa- yeah, It is an esports organization owned by Chinese game developer Fun Plus. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know it was a game developer. I just looked that up now. I assumed so that Fun Plus was a is just
2: at the end yeah. because of
3: Valorant. Yeah, if they were just called Phoenix. That would be a lot cooler. Yeah, but it would also yeah. be weird because Phoenix is an agent.
1: Yeah, but then
0: also like, yeah. yo, know, what's the other team name that I was thinking of? Um
1: Oh, yeah. Edward Gaming? Yeah, kind of Yeah, dope.
0: fucking Christ, dude. Come up with a better name, oh, man.
1: Oh, no. Edward Gaming's amazing. What a name. Yeah. So Isn't the CEO bad. Edward? What Isn't a name. it his team? Probably. I don't, I don't know what. I think where they got like the that. name, but just calling your team Edward is hilarious. It's like giving <laughs> a dog a human name. <laughs>
2: Todd, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Edward Gaming gives the,
3: gives the same kind of reaction as, like, the Girl Kissers team. Yeah. It's just a ridiculous name, but
1: it's kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. Girl yeah, Kissers. Girl Kissers
0: is kind of hilarious.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah, nearest airport. Yeah, First nearest
0: airport, airport yeah. great. Um, so,
1: while we're talking about
3: Edward Gaming, I got to say, this is going to maybe surprise some listeners, but it was last week while I was working some uh, long shifts by myself after the head chef had left at the at the kitchen. Um, when for the very first time I listened to PlatChat, chat, I had, I had never listened to really, really? really. That's yeah.
2: Oh, you would love plat chat,
3: but dude, you're absolutely right. I was like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. These guys are so good. It's so yeah. funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and like really interesting as well.
3: And I, I love the fact that they, they, that I really felt, thought it was interesting hearing them discuss, you know, Edward gaming, I listened. It was the group stage was already underway at this point, but I was listening to their like episode before that, and they were discussing whether or not you know Edward Gaming was actually the next big thing, or if people. Oh, you were listening to Bren.
2: You were listening to Bren just go crazy about EDG, weren't you? It's like Uh, Edward Gaming are going to win the whole thing. Wasn't Mimi like, also, was,
3: like, all up on... Yeah, on yeah, yeah, EDT, maybe uh, it was, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Dude, and I, I think it's hilarious funny. that after all this hype, they just won one map in
1: total and bombed I out. Know. And bombed out, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought
3: that was terrible. the most
1: likely
4: Yeah, scenario. They, did,
3: they really didn't look terrible. They had some really cool plays and some really good players, especially, I think people say it, like, Kang Kang, but it's, like, J, uh, J-M-J-K-K, I think is his yeah. game name. Uh, it's either the J-M-K incredible.
2: or the K-K is a tribute to his brother or something like that.
3: I'm sorry, it's it's Z-M-J-J-K-K is how his yeah. name is. <laughs> and he yeah, looks harder of disgusting.
2: Oh, people call him yeah, John Kang. That's really his
0: actual name. Okay, okay. No, nobody, or oh yeah, I guess he like, so yeah, people call, or, so his name. His actual name is zhong Kang. And then it says his alias here is Kang Kang. And I think that's just because nobody bothers with the ZMJJ part. (laughs) I see. That's that's too complicated. We can't like, because I've always wondered, like, for the most part, it seems like the majority of people have short enough, like, just kind of whatever, um, like Tags. tag.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That they use. But then like like oftentimes when like we're in game, right? And there's like somebody who's like I don't know, just like a random string of like long shit, right? You see yeah. like what if they became like what if they just popped the fuck off one day, became a radiant, got signed to a pro team, and now they're running like XX Pussy Slayer sixty nine XX <laughs> <laughs>
3: See, here's the thing, Cass. No, I, I would. It'd be fucking you know,
0: hilarious.
4: Yeah.
3: It would be hilarious. However, my thought is that, you know, if they're signed to an org, the org wants them to pick up advertiser deals so that they can get a cut. So I'm imagining the org would probably put a lot of pressure to, for them to change their name from X 6 Pussy Slayer Not only
1: that, if you get to the place where you're trying to get recognized by orgs and by like professional teams then you're probably going to want a more unique name to yourself and like an identity to go by and relate to you like if you have xx pussy slayer xx like a million people have that name and it's just fucking like it'd be funny but it's just kind of lame you know like you want something that people associate with you as a person and as
2: a player you guys are thinking about this all wrong Having that player on your team means you can get an Adam and Eve sponsorship on your jersey. Oh, oh yeah,
1: baby.
3: yeah. There
2: you go. Uh, you're right. I was an, missing that angle. Where you're opening up an entire avenue to the, uh, the to the adults that are fans of Valorant. You're you're put you're putting those kids to the side.
3: You know oh, those yeah. annoying children,
2: Buckling kids. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Was it uh, like from Melee, Doctor PP? Had to had to change his name when he got uh, when he what got stupid
1: name. He changed it to PPMD. It's not yeah, that much it's better. Right it
0: way. Way. <laughs> it's better. so it's so funny that that's what he changed it. To.
4: Oh my god!
0: Uh, it's hilarious though, like because like that you know it flies under the radar enough, right? Yeah. PPMD instead of it literally being in your face as Doctor
4: PP, right? Uh,
0: but like. Yeah, I I find that, for the most part, all of the pros seem to have just, like, outside of that one dude from Edward Gaming, have, like, things you can say. Like, it's not very often I come across a name in a pro game that I'm like, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, it's all, apparently, like, very much, like, English-pronounceable as well, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, apparently I pronounce, or, like... There's like a specific way you're supposed to pronounce alpha year, or like alpha jar. It's just alpha alpha-year. Alpha-year. Yeah,
3: you alpha-ger. said it correctly and then butchered okay. it immediately after. <laughs> like, alpha jar. Like I'm
0: yeah. saying, like something like that is something that like it's not super English pronunciation wise. So like, yeah, you can get that one wrong, but like for the most part, they're all. Yeah, like, I wonder, do most pros just grab a dictionary, open it to a random page, and just be like, I'm going to be mystic?
2: Yeah, when they're, like, 12 years old, that's exactly what they do.
1: Yeah, like how did you end did... up being the salad sauce?
2: Like...
0: Well, there's a story
1: behind that. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but yeah, everyone yeah, has course. a story behind it. That's the, that's yeah. the whole point.
2: When I My name's Lagster because when I was, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, I had really bad internet. And I would just always lag.
4: <laughs> so Funny. that's
2: literally like, and I was a huge fan of Nate shot. His last name is Hag. So for the longest time, my name was laggy, Haggy. And so then I'm like, well, I probably that's shouldn't big. have somebody else's last name in my name. So then I just went to laggy. So
3: that's a cool story. I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Pretty sure Hunter and face both know this, but yeah, I got, uh, came up with the salad sauce. Cause I was, uh, I was pretty stoned. At, like, family dinner at one point. And, like, usually I'd, like, complain about my mom making me eat. Like, she made, like, this, like, weird salad with, like, a bunch of non-standard ingredients. And I, like, I didn't really want to eat it. But I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I'm stoned to shit right now. Like, I don't really want to get into an argument. Like, like, I just need the dressing. And then I'll put a bunch of dressing on this and I'll try to cover up all the random weird shit that's in here. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word dressing. And so I'm just sat there at the end of the table, just being like, um, "Yeah, can can you pass me the um, the salad sauce?" <laughs> and everybody just looks at me, and they're just like, "You're stoned as fuck." <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> mission failed. That's actually yeah. really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good story. But yeah, so that's mm-hmm. how I ended up
0: with uh with the salad sauce.
1: Yeah, I mean, do we do we want to complete it by, by going around the circle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and getting but, high? What, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, puff, puff, pass, and talk about your knit, na- your uh, your tag, your tags. Um, uh, yeah, mine's not very interesting, so it, it's it's kind of just gonna. But hopefully, hopefully, Hunter's a little bit more interesting, and you can uh end it on a bit of a higher <laughs> note. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I chose elusive because it's a ski trick.
4: Oh, uh, nice! Really. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's an elusive trick. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it spelled
3: like is it spelled the same way as your name? Cuz your name is spelled I L L rather it's, than like E
1: L. Um or A L, I believe. What? Elusive? No. What are you
3: what are you talking elusive. about, Jace? Um, A elusive. Are you are, you actually Are like,
1: there are like multiple ways to spell the word and they mean slightly different things, but um it is spelled with an i because it's like ill you know like like sick
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's the illest
1: okay so elusive with an a is a really rare
3: word meaning like alluding to something yeah i've never heard anyone use that word before like the common word is elusive with an e as in like difficult to catch find or achieve
1: yes yes so it the ski trick is spelled with an i um I i see yes and it is a front swap front swap continuing to
2: that means nothing to anybody nope but maybe no, to somebody common. out that's, there that's common knowledge yeah yeah everybody knows that one
4: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yep. it's actually my brother's gamer tag front swap front swap yeah 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 well i, th- I no, think he, he no. shortens
1: it to uh
2: to front up front up uh like con two Yes. No. his <laughs> his, his gamer tag since he was in middle school or whatever, it was elusive as well. Oh, actually? Yeah, you know, I um, think it started out as like elusive space or something, because he had a he had a bearded dragon that he named Spaze. S P A Z E. Space Glen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And That's then he cool. just took off the space.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: All right, Honda so, uh, Should I go into mine? Yeah,
4: yeah. Thanks. So,
3: mine's got a bit of a saga. So, uh, when I was a kid, my my uh, parents got a 2002 Honda Odyssey, and for most of my childhood, I just took it for granted. It worked well. It got us places. But then, as I got into college, I kind of realized, like, you know, it's pretty neat to have this car that's like no sort of pretentiousness about it. It just does what it's supposed to do, which is to haul people around to work well and then when I started driving and I was like you know what this thing has some it it has some pickup to it like it it ain't slow it's kind of fun actually um and so then I you know thought a lot more about it and I made a whole music video talking about how cool it is to drive a Honda Odyssey which I involved some friends in I I did all the music myself in either GarageBand or Logic I forget which I was using and like did a music video with some friends and it, it was just a great time um so then when I started playing Valorant, I, my name was 2002 Honda Odyssey. Um, but then, and for a while, I enjoyed everyone saying, oh, do you have that car? Like, what's that car about? Um, but then after a while, it just got kind of annoying. Hearing for the millionth time, oh, do you have a 2002 Honda Odyssey? Oh, is, are you, do you like that car? I just got tired of answering those questions. No, so I, I hate sque-
2: that car, which is why it's my name. <laughs>
3: exactly right. right? Never, <laughs>
1: never driven it. It's my dream car, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I decided to shorten
3: it to Honda C, because I thought it sounds kind of cool, and also it's people. If so, now, if someone says, "Oh, is that a reference to like a Honda Odyssey?" Like, I they actually thought about it, and it's yeah. more like rare. So that then I'm I'm happy to be like, "Oh yeah, absolutely."
2: Yeah, Who was in the Discord thinking or pronouncing like Han Dussy? I, I, I don't know. That, that was that's hilarious. Been, that's
3: been one of the biggest disappointments. Like, right <laughs> when I changed the name, it wasn't a big, the adding Ussie to things, it wasn't Hon- like Dusty. a big thing, and now it is. And people, I've had some people, some randos in games as well, been like, yeah. oh, Han Dussie? I'm like, no, <laughs> you fucking weirdo. It's, it's Honda Odyssey. So I <laughs> know, like, that was yeah. so funny. I don't think
0: it what, uh, what salad sauce invoice shot right when the game starts?
1: Yeah, you often <laughs> do get asked like, "Hey, what's your favorite salad sauce?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you funny. have a weird ass answer that
2: is like yeah. kind of just a conversation killer.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I, I swapped <laughs> over my standard answer.
2: What do you say, balsamic vinegar?
0: Now, well, because like, like if you're asking me what my favorite salad dressing is, I like a, a light creamy mustard dressing.
2: Um, yeah, that sucks. But like, yeah, yeah that just goes <laughs> exactly.
0: nowhere. So now, now I just <laughs> yeah. go a Thousand Island every
3: time <laughs> someone asks
1: me. Yeah, like, 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 that's, that's a better answer. Just, you gotta yeah. take a generic one. If you say right. a light creamy mustard, they're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: stick. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yep.
2: All right.
4: Um, it it's
3: funny a... since I work at a catering place. I'm just thinking of all the different vinaigrettes <laughs> I've made there. <laughs> yeah. Like, which one is the best one? Some good
1: salad sauces.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, time to wrap it up. Man's got yeah. work in the morning.
2: Awesome. Which, thanks which for main having me on like, again, guys. Man, is, oh, thanks man. for coming. It's a good time. Yeah.
1: Of course, Laggy, like, it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, glad you were able to make it on. We were, we were trying to do a little bit of a, a bonus app. Um, yeah. Like a week
2: bonus or so Bonus app
3: is built in. At this yeah. Time yeah. Something
2: came it's up, exciting. and I wasn't able to make it that night. Yeah. So I was happy that we were able to kind of reschedule it.
3: Yeah, Laggy, I don't think I told you this, but turns out Chase and Cass didn't want to do it that night either, so...
1: Perfect. You canceled, and we were like, okay, we're just not going to do it.
4: <laughs> yes. not for yeah. getting
3: behind on things, I'll reveal this to you all now. I was this close to just recording my own bonus episode about Champs and uploading it. Oh, that, that would have been like, sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a the solo pod.
1: Funny. You just okay. rant about it to yourself.
2: Since right. Chase and Cass did their own pod and I showed up late, mm-hmm. I'm doing my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was so
0: funny because, like, we just assumed Hunter was away. I was so was off. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, so were we.
3: We just because spent was so away. much time speculating on what I was doing. Yeah, and we about did. <laughs> the Half, <laughs>
1: did the, half the podcast it? is us being like, what's Hunter yeah. doing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was really
3: funny listening to it. I was like, really?
2: I was like in the <laughs> middle of work and just listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I randomly hear Hunter's voice. And I'm like, wait, he hasn't been here for the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to like here rewind you know. to like figure out when you joined. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a good podcast. Okay. So right before we so end I this,
0: hot takes. Who's lifting the trophy?
2: Ooh, who's lifting? so who's winning it all? Yeah,
1: yeah. laggy well, started off.
2: Oh man, this is so tough i I think it is it literally just goes back on everything that I've already said, but I think I want it to be optic cause n a. And I want to see them win twice in one year. But I think it's about time Fnatic lifts it up. And it goes back on everything we were just saying about F.E.U. But Fnatic have been just in so many of these lands. It's like, eventually they got to lift that trophy. Oh. oh. Yeah. I want it to be Optic.
0: Has Fnatic ever not made an international event? Or have they been at all of them?
3: Um, I feel like there was one that they missed. I think they uh, missed was. one. I don't think there's many teams that have I think
2: Crew Crew is the only team that's been to every single international tournament. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Wild. I did not think of Crew as the team that would have done that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go next because I have the least relevant opinions, having not watched anything. Um, <laughs> I want it to be optic as well, and if it's not optic, I'd like it to be fanatic. But DRX seems like they're uh, they're popping off, so I'm I'm gonna yep. my, my call out's gonna be DRX.
2: DRX is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, a sleeper.
3: Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, I think it's going to be, I kind of think it's going to be OpTic, but that's a little boring. So I was going to go DRX and then Chase edit, it, so that's boring as well. So I'm just going to go back and I think OpTic is going to take it. <laughs> oh,
2: no, it's going to be the DVP curse. We're all saying <laughs> yeah. OpTic. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> okay, well,
0: I also think DRX is going to take it, but okay. I want it to be at.
2: Oh, you want to be oh, you're, really,
3: you're really counting OpTic out of this one, Cass?
0: I'm not counting them out. I'm just saying, I think DRX is going to win, but I'd rather x win.
2: Well, like, DRX I, I, have I to get like, through Loud first. Yeah. True. And so. Loud's insane.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have to get through Loud.
2: Yeah, true. They could lose and then just win out in the losers. but yeah. well, then they'd have to yeah. get through Loud. I'm wondering yeah, true. Because <laughs> Loud would have to lose in loud the upper would, final.
0: Yeah, Loud would lose in the upper final and therefore go to the lower final.
2: Or they'd win in the upper final, go to the grand. Yeah, ground, yeah and so either go, way, they have to be loud. Either way, they have yeah. to be
0: loud. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, in order to win the tournament, they would yeah. have, to, they have be to be loud. loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, really quickly, uh, I did do a little uh, digging through Liquidpedia. And uh, 2021 Masters 3 Berlin is the only international event that Fnatic has not been at.
2: Okay, that's what it was. Okay. Interesting, yeah. yeah. And they've always been so close. Like, yeah. from the beginning, they were second place to Sentinels in Reykjavik. That was so, so dope to it. Yeah. yeah Sentinels yeah, didn't Sentinels drop been, a
0: map the entire tournament, right? Yeah,
2: uh, yep. Like that. That's what DRX is doing right now. Imagine yeah. DRX just <laughs> don't drop a map. That'd be crazy. That's
0: wild. I mean, multiple long OTs. Yeah. But, hey, haven't lost a map.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on that, we will drink with you later.